0: Hey everybody, welcome to Dad Factors. Today we have Lonnie Bell, who's a father of two, a husband, and a full-time Washington Air National Guard recruiter who's been in the military for 18 years. There's a ton of information for everybody who's thinking of going to the military or knows of someone that's thinking of joining. Uh, We talk about being stationed overseas, how it can be a strain on relationships, and the camaraderie that is forged in stressful situations. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. We love coming to you every week with life stories that have the potential to change your life or your kids' future. We want to continue to improve the show, so if you'd like to support the show or even buy us a beer, log on to anchor.fm forward slash dadfactors. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash D-A-D-F-A-C-T-O-R-S and click on the support link. It'd be super appreciated.
1: This episode of Dad Factors is brought to you by Wallace Brewing Company. Wallace Brewing Company has the finest craft beers I've ever tasted. They have the Vindicator IPA, the 660 India Style Pale Lager, the Select Lager, the 1910 Black Lager, and the Red Light. I drink it. I give it to the guests on my show. And everybody that's had the type of beer that they like, whether it's hoppy or whether it's a light beer, and they love it. And... They got this brewmaster, Jack, over there at Wallace Brewing Company. Puts this stuff together. Tastes great. I'd recommend if you see it in the store, pick yourself up a six-pack. You won't be disappointed. And as always, Wallace Brewing Company reminds you to drink responsibly. Jason and I want to start a quote of the week, and we want your help. If you have a funny, motivating, or otherwise dastardly quote, hit us up at dadfactors at gmail.com. If you want to, or know someone who would be an entertaining guest on the show, you can contact us with the same email. That's dadfactors at gmail.com.
0: Start the show. All right, let's start.
1: Lonnie, tell me a little bit about uh, where you came from, where you grew up, and how you yeah. came to where live, were where you live born? today.
2: Where was I born? Uh, I was born in a small town called Crandall, Texas. Um, it's about uh, 40 mi- forty miles outside of uh, Dallas, Texas. Mm um kind of northeast of dallas and uh, in there we had three stop signs no stoplights whatsoever uh one grocery store um so it's very small town uh nothing but football and uh that was it if you didn't play football you you didn't do it you didn't exist
1: (laughs) it begs the question though were the stop signs all at the same intersection (laughs) pretty much like like it was
2: it's pretty much there yeah
1: um
2: no, I mean they were spread out, so you know it's kind of cool. You get to go on a different road, and there's a stop sign. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. Um, and then you want me to go deeper into like how yeah. I got here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, joined the military uh, at the age of uh, 23. I actually signed up at 22. Um, whenever 9/11 happened, uh, I went, and of course everybody was signing up. So I got stuck in the waiting list. And, um, when they finally accepted me, I joined the military and, uh, you know, I picked everywhere around Dallas, Texas, cause that's where I wanted to be. And of course I got stationed really close to there, which was, uh, uh Milton hall, England. <laughs> wow. So yeah. Um, so completely different culture for me, um, getting there. And, uh, I will say about Milton hall, England, that was the, the one place where I found the best Chinese food ever. Really a nice little <laughs> roundabout place like a hole in the wall. Uh It was, you know, six bucks for a, a plate of of Chinese food. And it was the greatest. And for and the it,
1: love of God, don't walk in the back and look at what they got. Oh, the I, I, I would well, never, <laughs> I, I, never uh, <laughs> trying to um, ruin your food. You yeah.
2: Do that. After that, I got stationed here at uh um, Spokane, Washington. Never heard of Washington, like the state of Washington. I was like when they said Spokane, Washington, I was like, D.C. Like, yeah what the heck's going on? <laughs> like, I'm not prepared for that. Um, you know, a lot of people
1: say that. Actually. Yeah. When I was in the military, people would say that to me. Oh, you're from Washington, DC. Yeah. No.
2: So I got here and I'm like, they have a football team. Like one is one. Who is this place? Mm. So, uh, ended up loving the place, you know, all for, all for, uh, um, you know, climates, you know, winter, summer, fall, spring, yeah, all whatever, seasons. all the seasons. And, uh, so yeah, I stayed here and, got married and now my wife won't leave <laughs> and, you know whatever <laughs> so that's me in a rundown
0: huh that's cool. so you got two kids
2: i got two kids i got a uh, five-year-old and a three-year-old uh five-year-old boy and a three-year-old little girl nice yeah you all done uh all done yeah, yeah. i got snipped and yeah. you know the wife got uh taken care of and yeah. uh, we're good to go nice. so yeah, no surprises
1: and I accidentally missed my appointment last Monday. <laughs> and my wife doesn't oh. know yet. And I thought it was next. Week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, huh? yeah, I knew you had an appointment coming up. And you missed it. Yeah, oh, I'll be careful for the next week. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, I did. Uh, um, I got my vasectomy done. And then almost a year later, like to the day, my wife had a hysterectomy.
2: And oh, yeah. so was it a partial or a full? partial yeah that's what my wife did
0: but I was like you knew you you just wanted me to go you (laughs) knew oh yeah yeah but then I got a uh, when I had mine I got a uh, a blood infection oh yeah so they tell you to like do nothing for three days
2: which is impossible
0: yeah and so I'm like I feel fine like a little tender but otherwise fine so I was out in my old house hanging Christmas tree lights. I had a ladder set up in the bed of my trunk because I wasn't tall enough. And uh, no big deal. Everything went fine. And then, like, I don't know, I just started feeling terrible. And uh, about a week later, I go back to the doctors, and they're like, oh, yeah, no nope, blood infection. You got to take these two shots. That's what they right say, the, yeah. Right but in the butt cheek.
1: So, yeah, but that's what they say, though. Yeah. If, if you don't sit down and do nothing, even though you might feel good, then yeah. you get a blood infection.
0: Yeah, see, another guy For that time. we work with, um, he went to work the same day that he had his vasectomy and he also got a blood infection. So I'm like, okay, well, apparently it's a common thing. So I tell everybody that goes to get one now, like literally do nothing for three days, sit on the couch, even if you feel fine.
2: So my wife decided to, um, re- so we had a man cave downstairs <clears throat> and I wasn't really, I hadn't really set it up or anything. So she was like, oh, let's make that into a kid's play rare. And I'm like, oh, no problem, right? and this was you know a month before my vasectomy and of course the day that we have my vasectomy she's like i'm gonna go lay the floors and move (laughs) all the dressers and all this stuff right and so we have some some oak bookshelves that are super heavy and so i hear her down there struggling so i'm like "Ah, i feel fine i'm gonna go down there and help her out you know and I move one, and I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, "No, no." And that that was that was my uh, my learning point right there. That uh, yeah, they can swell, um, yeah, and it looks super weird. Yeah, so yeah. don't do that.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I'll reschedule that soon, Lonnie. You were... <laughs> so you're in the military. I am I currently. Am. Yep, and eighteen how, years now. Eighteen years. Wow. Yep quite the accomplishment so where have you been stationed
2: um so i've only been stationed in milton hall england and then of course right here at fairchild in spokane washington mm-hmm. um i'm fortunate uh, that i only had those two bases because i switched from active duty to the air national guard oh. um once i got stationed here and i saw again all four seasons and was like "Hey, eh, you know this is this is a good spot because and you know in texas we have it's either super hot or you have black ice and that's there's nothing else like that's it that's the two seasons so
0: <laughs> that's the two seasons <laughs> that's the two seasons hot or black ice <laughs> yeah hot or you're spinning out in your vehicle
2: because you didn't realize mm-hmm. um so yeah i, I stayed here and i've uh, been in the guard since then and you know i love this area yeah you know
0: been all over the place so
2: oh yeah like yeah. i've been yeah. deployed multiple places um which is a lot of fun um But yeah, this is, I guess this is home now.
1: Well, thanks for your service. Oh, thank you guys.
2: Yeah. I appreciate y'all having me on.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We were, uh, he's my roommate on my last deployment. Oh, nice. Yeah. We caused a lot of havoc. Yeah. Yep, we did. A lot of things changed after we left (laughs) because of us. So that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah.
2: They, well, they definitely changed the rules because of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: just judging from the look on your guys' faces right now, I feel like there's stories, stories yeah, yeah. there. Oh, there's some good stories. But you probably shouldn't tell any here, though.
2: Huh? <laughs> I mean, most yeah. of them are PG, but yeah, yeah. we should probably wait until another yeah. day and go <laughs> yeah. into those.
0: And then before that, we went to um, uh, Fallon mm-hmm. to uh, do teach convoy operations.
2: Was, <laughs> the minivan <laughs>
0: yeah we, yeah we they gave us a minivan well uh, no it started off with a kia spectra yeah so no, they, kia optima that's what it was and we had uh three weapons cases with us which had two forty nines 49s in them or two two
2: two uh, so heavy weapon machine fire machine machine guns basically and i mean these cases are
1: Oh, i shot the 240 oh yeah, yeah.
2: i mean yeah. the cases for them are you know <laughs> Three and a half, four foot long, at and,
1: least. Yeah. Oh, not th- that two forty. <laughs> I was talking I mean, about the machine gun.
2: Yeah, Damn. I mean, it's, a, it's a machine gun, but I mean, you know, it had extra stuff in there. So of course, the case oh, was a little the bit case, bigger. I see. Yeah, yeah. the case for it. Yeah. And they gave us a a little four door sedan.
0: Kia Optima. <laughs> Yeah, and they popped the trunk, and we're like, uh, there, "There's no way." And they're
2: like, "Oh, lay down the seat. It's fine." I'm like, "We got three people, <laughs> yeah. plus bags, yeah, plus plus all our
0: gear." Yes, yeah. that sounds for, about right. That's about yeah. par for the course. Yeah. So then we had to. We sat there for I don't know, probably two hours, mm-hmm. waiting for uh, uh, our credit card. You know, the government credit card company to open to like uh, authorize us to recharge a, a larger vehicle. And finally they gave us a uh i think it was a mazda mp5 or something like that right yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and uh it fit with one of the seats down (laughs) right and uh with our gear and we found out that the bumpers pop on and off one of the things they they tell you at the uh at the uh, beginning is like don't go off road Well, the entire two weeks, we were basically (laughs) off-road, right? We had to, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, doing convoy operations. We're following Humvees, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we find out that the the bumpers pop on and off. (laughs) Yeah, then we take it back, and they go, uh, this car, like, they pop the hood, and they go, it's really dusty. Oh, yeah, we had a dust storm.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we're in Nevada,
1: so they're like, "Oh, okay.
2: Well, I guess that (laughs) makes sense. That makes sense." All I can imagine is like
1: an episode of Jackass. You remember when they rented the car and they? You're not that far off. You you are really not that far off. I mean, it is, (laughs) it is super close.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, but I mean, gun cases. I mean, throwing them in and out of a car. will – Definitely scratched some plastic on the inside, too.
1: Oh, yeah, especially those things.
0: Yeah. yeah. I can
1: imagine what a case looks like for a 240 Bravo. Yeah.
0: But it was super That's cool. Crazy. I mean, we did, uh, we were down there for MARSOC guys, essentially. And uh, they they have to get, what, JTEC certified, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to be able to talk to like aircraft and stuff from the ground, you know? And uh, so we teach all these guys convoy operations for essentially it was a 2-day exercise right at the end right at the uh end. yeah
2: the end of the day was a 2-day exercise 2-day exercise over a, a fake village and everything yeah yeah,
0: yeah they have a, a mock village and um so we train all these guys on like you know basic convoy operations and stuff and um when the exercise kicks off we had a I don't know what the the number and the name is but it was a naval helicopter and then they had two F18s flying around and that helicopter went and destroyed all of our targets <laughs> before our convoy got there. Perfect. Yeah, they just show up and you see a <laughs> and then like the guys are sitting there like okay and pop smoke, you know, like yeah, <laughs> got me and then goes off and then <laughs> before so our convoy guys actually never got I don't think they got any trigger time. No, nope, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. Yeah. So we had them, this helicopter cut too. We had them yeah. just
2: randomly pop off around, you yeah. know, just to yeah. <laughs> to make it look cool.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. And then uh at the, uh, towards the very end, <coughs> this uh, guy's getting certified for JTEC. He's uh talking to these naval pilots, right? And he's like, yeah, these Air Force guys down here talking some serious shit about how you guys don't know how to fly. And uh, <laughs> they go, all right, we're going to go ahead and do a show of force. So like a, a low flyby, right? And the first one comes over and we're like, oh, yeah, I've seen a lot better. No big deal, you know? And then the second one comes and it drops down. Behind the freaking buildings, right? The buildings are only two story tall. Oh. Can't see them anymore. We're like, what the hell? And he comes over and shook our humvees. Yeah. I've never seen a fly by that low.
2: Like you could you could almost <laughs> taste the fire out of the engines. Like it was wow. that close. Cause yeah. I mean, as soon as he passed over, he he kicked it up and yep. went straight ninety degrees up yeah. in the air. And it's like <laughs> Yeah. You're just you're sucking in that. Like you're like, oh my God, you can feel it in your chest. It was Hot amazing. Jet exhaust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But, I mean, rocked us. Rocked our Humvees. We're like, all right, yeah. No, that was a yeah. pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. You win, guys. Good job, good job <laughs> Navy.
1: Nice.
0: But, yeah, Fallon was a good time. They turn, it turns out in uh, Fallon that it's a hardship base for the Navy because there's literally nothing there. There's a bunch of bars that hook you up <laughs> for alcohol. I can verify that. Yep. And yeah, then, they do. Uh, but other than that, couple uh there's casinos
2: and that's it
0: yeah a couple restaurants casinos and there's m- no taco
2: bell no really mcdonald's there's nothing yeah. there's nothing
0: yeah but Fallon. it was a, i had a fun time in fallon yeah. but that's where the uh what was that uh restaurant- top gun
2: oh no you you're talking about? me well, that's I'm where
0: top saying. gun is yeah, yeah as well but uh, uh it's crazy you drive down the freeway and it's like there's signs that say active bombing range and stuff Around there,
1: (laughs) we got got to see that. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of how it was in Hawaii too. I mean, we had a lot of like. There's parts that you can't go to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no.
2: Oh no, you could. This is a
0: highway. Yeah. Literally a public highway that says signs on it that say "public bombing range" or "a
2: bombing range." Yeah.
0: Beware aircraft. Blah blah. blah. It was.
2: It was. It wasn't Route 66. It was like Route 60, Uh, 61, or something. Anyways, and it took you out to a an old um, postal, postal express Express Express. that was built in the 1600s and they turned it into a restaurant. Interesting. there was a burger that they sell monster burger, monster burger. That was a foot wide (laughs) all the way around. And if you finished it, they give it to you for free. But if you didn't, you know, of course you got to pay for it.
1: It's a public highway. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 This
0: is, so it's known as like the last, the last stretch or last stop or last stretch or something like that. Hmm. But, uh, definitely a hole in the wall i think it's all ran off its own power mm-hmm. um they have like dollars stapled on the walls and stuff but they're all greasy like so those dollars been there for a while mm. and uh yeah they have a monster burger i think one of our guys ate the monster what? burger yeah, yeah and then went out th- and puked yeah
2: he yeah. i mean he, and he was we had our big we had a big guy try it yeah he was probably six six five yeah was he was like oh i can devour this and he stopped it and like five minutes <laughs> and it was one of our smaller guys that uh i think he was like five eight maybe yeah and he finished the whole thing wow yeah and they make you
0: sit there for like 10 minutes so he's out there for 10 minutes but after that he ran outside and was trying to throw up he said he was hurts. and i mean he got a
2: free free burger and a t-shirt
0: yep, yep. <laughs> got a t-shirt and then I mean, he was hungry afterwards because <laughs> he puked it off <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: i don't think he was hungry for a week yeah. like that kid <laughs>
0: Yeah, but Fallon was a good time, when we drove to... Uh, the only thing close to there is, what, Reno and Tahoe, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, so those are the next closest things. So we went to Tahoe, found a bunch of overpriced areas and... Um, Walked on a couple of beaches that were apparently private.
2: We we tried to go on one beach off. and they were like, "Oh no, we charge you to go on the beach here." <laughs> so we were like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then we snuck around to another spot <laughs> and like snuck in. Yeah. And we we actually snuck through a wedding place um, that they were gonna they were gonna do a wedding later on in the day. I remember that. Yeah. I oh, so they're
1: like, "Oh, some guests are wandering around yeah. or whatever." And yeah, so we, we just walked well, through wedding pressures. You
2: know, yeah. You know, with with. You know, in the in the military, you learn that um, if you act like you belong there, ninety nine percent of the time they don't bother you. Yeah. All about confidence. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like that's almost all places. Yeah, it, you're it confident is. walking around. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so. like, uh, Except for the time I tried to get into the Playboy Club dressed as Larry the Cable Guy. It doesn't work. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's a
1: different story.
2: You can't uh, roll in there wearing a flannel Turns shirt. Turns out
1: when they say business attire only, that's yeah. what that me.
2: Flannel shirt with sleeves cut off, uh, you know, maybe, maybe hold up.
0: But there was a guy that um, his whole goal, he uh, did a little YouTube video on it uh, during the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather
2: fight. I remember this.
0: Yeah, he snuck in and they never connors they didn't say anything to, yeah yeah was it connor's or mayweather's i don't remember i want to say it was connor's, I, I connors. It was connors, connors yeah. yeah he went on
1: stage with it. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah and uh all confidence man i'm telling you all confidence Yep. It, it, i don't know i think it would be cool to go
1: buy like a pass and wow. then just try to sneak in anyways i i still have my reservations on if, if that's real or not yeah i don't i don't know that that was real i, I mean worst know. case
0: scenario just try it right like yeah. I mean I don't know either, but you know, you think about it, and those security guards are paid like, you know, just above minimum wage. Soon to be fifteen. They've been sitting out there hour. forever waiting for their yeah. break. They don't care. You know? I don't yeah, soon to be fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah, <laughs> they're just sitting there
1: like Man, what's my next smoke break? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <You listen laughs> Who's relieving the, me? Yeah, <laughs> you
0: you listen to if you've ever listened to Rogan, he was running security for um I think it was a concert or something, and he's like you can just he's like if you've ever been to a public fight, you know, you can feel that tension in the air building up. And uh he said he was wearing a I think it was a security t shirt or something like that and he put on a uh he's like, Nope, I quit and put on <laughs> his hoodie and left. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean most of the security guards, I don't I don't think they really care that much. I mean, there's a lot of videos out there of them doing like pat searches, you know, and not actually touching anyone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like know. they're
1: doing a visual pat search. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Just kinda of moving with their hands mm-hmm. like an hourglass basically, but not actually touching anyone.
1: So Lonnie, let's get the circle back around. Oh. Let's circle back around. I'm circling back. So you're you in the military for eighteen <laughs> years. So how long of how much of your eighteen years was active duty? Uh
2: so wow. Um So I did four years active duty and then I actually switched over from active duty to Uh, what's called ARC-V, which is basically supporting the active duty, okay, but you're still a guards member, but you're still considered active duty, Um, so I switched over to that, and I didn't even tell active duty, (laughs) (laughs) so um, they still considered me active, and they tried to deploy me twice, and they were like, oh, wait, you're not, you're not part of us, Um, so I did that for another three years, Um, and then, you know, after that, I mean, multiple deployments in between, so you know I have about uh, 14 years active duty time between active duty and guard because of all the stuff I've done
1: mm-hmm.
2: so <clears throat> yeah
1: I mean so what my question is is uh, that's a lot of time to be away from your kids so how so about when did you ha- start having kids in your military career
2: so I actually had a kid right before uh, mine and Jason's last deployment um, my son was three months old whenever we left. And that was probably the hardest thing I've ever done was, was tell my wife and son, you know, goodbye. And of course my son, you know, he doesn't know, right. You know, he's three months old. So, um, but, you know, it's hard leaving my wife because now she has to deal with this, this three month old while Mm -hmm. she's, you know, still recovering from, Mm -hmm. you know, having a baby, um, trying to find, where she belongs in the in the workforce or or whatever she may want to do. And so that that was really difficult. A good thing was that you know we had Wi-Fi, we had all the stuff yeah. while we were there so we could reach out anytime and you know yeah. FaceTime our families and you know talk and all that kind of stuff. And we were both fortunate we were we were working nights so that you know while it's night there it's daytime here. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's uh, nice. It's though. a lot it's a lot different now deploying to most bases than what it was when I first started deploying. Because you first started deploying you had to go to like the calm tent to yeah. make a phone call or wait in line <laughs> to Skype and stuff and and uh this last deployment it was um you know, you got Wi Fi in your dorms mm. and uh yeah, it was just a good time. i uh, I can't really complain a whole lot about the the accommodations that they give you for being gone now. Um It's a lot better than it was, for sure. Yeah,
2: I mean, my first deployment, it was literally a touch-dial phone. Mm -hmm. You had to go in there, memorize the phone. I mean, back then, of course, you had the the phone numbers memorized, but, Mm -hmm. you know, nowadays, you're like, what was his number? Hold on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You barely have the name memorized. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: Yep. And, uh, yeah, my first deployment, it was all done off phone card. Yeah. Yeah, unless yeah. you were a local number to you a get, base,
2: you got the one eight hundred that calls Mexico or USA. Yep, <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. You
0: had it. So I mean, you had to dial. You were sitting there for a while, typing in <laughs> numbers and stuff, you know. But yeah,
2: sixteen-digit code plus a ten-digit code plus the phone number. Plus, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: uh, yeah, overall, would you say the military's been good to you?
2: Oh, I'd say it's it's been amazing for me. Um, and I mean, Jason, you'd probably say the same thing that. Um, there's goods and there's bads with everything, um, you know. It's any job that you go to, no matter what, you're gonna have your ups and downs. But uh, you know, the military providing you with education, health benefits, like there's so many goods that they they outweigh the the bads. Yep. I mean, you're always gonna have your bads. Even if you're working at Taco Bell, you're gonna be like damn it. Another taco, another bean burrito, like, Oh, right. But don't you they know. know the beef isn't done? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, what can you do? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: And well, so my, my question is, is how, how difficult is it now that your kids are a little bit older? Like Shouldn't you be deployed to the Capitol, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, there's like 25,000 troops. Are, are you one of the four? Did, no. Did so got,
2: they, actually, they wouldn't let me go. Um, I'm actually a recruiter for the Air National Guard, oh, uh, nice. the Washington Air National Guard. Um, so because I'm a recruiter and I'm considered active duty, they wouldn't send me. Um, mm-hmm. I actually asked uh, security forces. Like, hey, you know, you need an extra body. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and they couldn't, they couldn't get uh, approval for me to go. And not because I wanted to go, like, to cause trouble or anything, but you know, how many times do you get to go to an inauguration, right. whether you, whether Absolutely. you like the president or not? Mm-hmm. Like, it'd be an amazing event.
3: Yeah, yeah,
1: hands <laughs> down, some of the coolest stuff I did, I did in the military, and I was only in for a few years, but. Man, I was in the halftime show in the Pro Bowl in 1998. So cool. I work security for a Willie Nelson concert. Are oh. you kidding me? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> It's great.
2: Yeah. And I know I wanted to go, but, of course, they, they, they told me no. So, yeah, yeah. I'm stuck here just, uh, you know, talking to wonderful people that want to join the International Guard. Right.
1: So how long have you been a recruiter? Uh, God, it's been
2: three years. Two three? Years? I think, Two, three. yeah, it's three years. I'm hitting four
1: uh, soon. 'Cause so. I have I got the perfect conundrum question for you. Mm. I'm gonna hit you with it. Throw it. it. Let's I'm gonna do hit it. you with it. The Air Force probably isn't gonna like your answer. <laughs> <Go> so, <ahead. laughs> so what would you do uh-huh. if your kids came up to you? Let's yeah. say your kid was eighteen tomorrow yeah. okay. and said, Dad, I don't wanna go to college. I wanna be in the air force. Okay. I wanna be in the marines. Okay. I wanna be in the navy. I wanna be a navy submariner. Yeah. What'd you say then?
2: Uh, If he said he wanted to be a Navy submariner,
1: (laughs) I'd be like, that's amazing because
2: they have like their, that program that they have for the Navy, um, the, the the knowledge that you can get, you can go to, you know, um, all these organizations, whether it's Tesla, whether it's, you know, a a car distribution of some sort, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. They they kind of train you and all that stuff. But if you said Marines, I'd be like, eh, no, hold on, son. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're going <laughs> to be trained infantry first, you know, before you do anything else. Uh, yeah. But if they came to me and said, you know, I want, I want to be Air Force or Air National Guard or, or whatever, I would be 100 percent OK with that because, you know, of course, I know what it is. Mm hmm. If they said army, I'd be like, hell no, it, it's not happening. Hey, now, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the now, army, all right.
1: Now listen, I kind of agree with you. And I kind of don't, but because I had a great time in the infantry. Right. Okay? But but you know the lifestyle, the you know transfer- the quality of life. Yes, and the transferable skills are really not there. I mean, yeah. I exactly I shot a lot of guns and I learned how to kill people really well
2: and kick indoors, right? Yep. And <laughs> walk long distances. Yeah. And and build a tent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: And I yeah and dig a hole and yeah. everything. Yes, I, I learned a lot of these things that you just really don't do anywhere else in life. Not, exactly, not, not anywhere. But right, it's very difficult to transfer those skills over. Yeah. So and
2: and that's the same way for the, you know, and 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 the army and marines. Don't get me wrong; like they are needed assets for everything that we do. Absolutely right. And but that is their their main core is building you up to do these things that other people don't want to do right and you know with the the navy and the air force they're a little bit different because they're more focused on hey this is your this is your career we need it to be more you're like professional in this career versus you know marines you may join for a career but you're still going to learn how to kick in a door how to yeah how to attack? How to mm-hmm. do this stuff? So I, I think that's the difference between the the, the four main different the, the four main careers. Yeah, and nobody counts Coast Guard, so or Space Force. <laughs> yeah, what well, about Space I mean, Force?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I, trying to go to Mars, hey, they bro. They just had their first basic <laughs> training video put out. Okay, uh, yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, did you see uh, what's uh what's his name? Uh, it, angry Cops. Angry Cops. Angry Cops YouTube, just yeah. destroyed it. Oh my God, it was funny. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs>
2: You're gonna make me spit into the mic, Hold on. and all I
1: gotta say is that's an army drill sergeant. Okay? Yeah, that's a true. When I went to basic training, yeah. army drill sergeant, yeah. right, there. right? He's he's
0: in that uh, in that video wearing BDU's.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, kicking it old school. Yeah. I
0: like it. Yeah.
2: I mean, space force is uh, um, it's NASA with army mixed in. Mm. I well, mean, that's the way that they display the the videos. Well, kind but of the like, Air
1: Force is running. The basic oh, training, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But I'm saying like they're 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 displaying it like you're gonna go and you know kick a Martian in the face like <laughs> like Warp, meet Warp, hold meet, up, right? <laughs> meatboard. <Warp. laughs> like hold up, we haven't even like made contact with other people. Like, <laughs> what does he say? I'm gonna
1: have to do some combats with you. Did
2: some combats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, how are they going to do zero gravity combats? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, He talks about that. He's like, why are
0: you climbing a rope? Shouldn't you be swimming in the air? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So there's going to be some funny videos out there yeah. um, that I'm sure everybody's going to enjoy. But Space Force is a real thing. It's just, it's NASA with military aspect is all it is. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: yeah I was curious about that. I mean, the Space Force, um. Uh, you know, I, I thought when they created that branch, I'm like, Oh, they're gonna absorb NASA because DOD's been after that budget for a while. Yeah. And uh no, NASA's still I think its own entity, but they work a lot with like SpaceX now and now there's Space Force and I just like, I oh, mean, no. and,
2: and I could be wrong. But I wanna say NASA uh basically went away three years ago. Am I correct? Or? Kind,
1: kind of. It's still yeah. around, but it's it's they got still, rid of a lot of their employees. And stuff. Yeah, it's still yeah. there. And I think they
0: got rid of most of their flight programs, right? right. It's all yeah. ran by SpaceX mm-hmm. now,
2: and that's why. Um, um oh, what's his name? Tesla. Um, Elon Musk. Elon Musk kind of took over the program of like, we're gonna do SpaceX. We're gonna do space. You know, fifteen. What? Whatever. <laughs> whatever he's you know saying yeah. now, but, yeah. um, no, I, I think NASA kind of. Space Force is kind of that. Starting to morph, absorb it, mate. You know. Absorb it. Absorb and absorb it. this could be just me randomly throwing stuff out,
1: so don't quote me. <laughs> um, well, see, that's what I think my oldest boy is going to do someday. He's going to be the grunt of Space Force, the guy in the back of the ship. Shoveling hey. dark matter into the into the warp uh, drive. You know, I'm sure or <laughs> they
2: need somebody checking IDs. Hey, you know, space force is like
1: it's it's where it's at right now. Like like an you old get guy into on it. a coal train. You know what I mean? This isn't what I
2: signed
0: up yeah. for. You know, I had a friend that uh, recently retired from the Air Force. Uh-huh. Got a uh, got his retirement orders right certificate and everything, and he transferred over to the Air Force. After, or, I'm sorry, he uh, 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 left the Air Force and then transferred to the or retired from the Air Force. God, what am I saying? And then um, went and joined the Space Force as an E-8. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. so I'm... It's very interesting to me. Like, I mean, we started a... Essentially, you know, another DOD program, and they don't have their own uniforms. They're still rocking Air Force garb, which is...
2: I mean, if you think about it, whenever the um, the Air Force was actually separated from the the Army, like, they were offering you know staff sergeants hey come on over yeah and we're gonna we're gonna bump you up to this or you know hey hey come over here and, and this is what we're gonna do for you so you know we always we always pilfer from other branches
1: to build up what's new yeah now i got i got oh, i got out of the army in 1999 so is it still called a army yeah. air force exchange mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting yeah. yeah just wondering
0: Yep,
2: or BX or PX. Yeah, yeah BX, PX, or NX for
1: Navy. Oh, yeah, Navy. Naval, Navy. Yeah. yeah, which is super weird because
2: they're all the same daggum yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But each one has its own little. Enemy. Oh, yeah,
1: they, they're they all running independently.
2: And- yeah, and they all carry the same stupid crap, <laughs> but they all want to name each other differently. Yeah, I still yeah. get emails from N-E-X. When we were in Fallon, because I, I registered for something stupid, you know, thinking I was going to win a car, of course. Yep, mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Mistakes. Yeah. So,
2: Ray, how was your time in the in the Army? I mean, what did you do?
1: You know, I liked it. I was in the infantry, and I was assigned to a light infantry unit in Hawaii, which is cool. Oh, uh, Hawaii. Way, oh, wow, that's hard. After we're done, if you take a look <laughs> at my picture up on the wall over there, oh, um, yeah. and you pick out which one I am. Uh-huh. You win the prize. Okay. I'm I'll not going to say what the prize is. I'll find you. Live, but yeah. There's been one person that's done it ever. Okay. Mm. So, anyway, um, I did look a lot different back then. We all did. <laughs> I mean, we all did. Yeah. I
2: came yeah. in at 135 pounds. Yeah. I that's weigh 200 like, pounds now.
0: Like. I think I, I entered at 138 or something like that. <clears> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah I am I I was weighing in at 199 back then. A sleek huh. 5'9", 199. Um. And then I ended up going over 200, and they put me on the overweight program because they won, cause 199 was the cutoff, right? This is before you could do the tape measure, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I was running an extra five to ten miles uh, during lunch every day. Oh God, to get off the overweight program. Yes, yeah, so yeah, but I was in shape, dude. Oh yeah,
2: and that's I'm, that's what kills me about the the military. Like whenever they're, you got somebody that runs three miles and like. Seven minute miles. But well, I they're was like
1: a two mile run for a PT test in twelve minutes thirty six seconds.
2: Yeah, but they're like, you're overweight because your waist <laughs> is is a little bit too yeah, big. Or your weight, yeah. <clears throat> and like, I'm doing the job that you ask. I'm just, I'm bigger built than yeah. everybody. Well, and
1: back then I was like a V. Yeah. You know, six pack abs. Like, but you had a donkey you had a donkey? Do do? No. I, I, I don't know. I'm just... I, I've always had a big frame. You know, big frame. Yeah. I, I had huge biceps. I did a lot of push-ups, extra push-ups when I was in basic training. hmm And a lot of extra sit-ups and flutter kicks. A lot. Like oh, yeah. Way more than the average. By switch. choice or... Well, it's because... Oh, oh it's kind of like a mix. Here's, here's the problem. I had some drill sergeants that were pretty funny. He didn't okay. he didn't make his bad
2: properly is what happened <laughs> yeah right <laughs> no they
1: were funny hilarious and i couldn't i laughed oh yeah that's my problem yeah and and you know and then i'm still laughing while i'm doing push-ups because they're still being funny and which pissed them off more yeah just, what
2: what age did you go in
1: i i joined i was about like four months out of high school okay and i joined right. yeah so 18.
2: so that's why they picked on you a little bit more because you were the younger guy
1: yeah and you know and i went in i wasn't super in shape but i got in shape really fast those first two weeks of infantry army basic training um you know i I don't remember what they call it hell week or some weird stuff like that it's it's not that but uh, you know it was and i learned a lot of life lessons like if they ask you if you want to go to church or if you want to go swimming Go to church, <laughs> right? You always go to because church turns out swimming isn't swimming in a pool. <laughs> no. No. It it's is doing, swimming underneath your bed to get doing the dust mites <laughs> on the bark out in the PT field.
2: <laughs> or it's swimming underneath your bed to get the dust mites. Yeah, like, yeah.
1: like that's there. <laughs> using your flip flop as a broom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life lessons. Mistakes were made, right? Oh yeah. You know, I heard
0: that. Uh, I mean, basic has has morphed into something that it wasn't. Oh, you know, yeah. I heard that that. Uh, their shower stalls
1: now.
2: Do you know? So I got to ex- examine the. Um, so whenever I became a recruiter, of course, um, you know they, they take you through the new dorms. So if uh, for the Air Force, all the uh, basic training is at San Antonio oh, at Lackland Air Force Base um, in San Antonio, and so the old dorms that you know myself and Cornwall or and Jason went through um, was you know, these, these buildings that needed to be torn down like 20 years before (laughs) we got there. Yeah. Um, so now they get these new buildings and it's like, you know, four of them built up and in between them, there's this like huge, like covering and awning and and everything like that. Right. But inside of there, there is, I got to walk through the dorms and it's, it's so amazing, you know. It, it's still the open dorm concept where you know you have your bed and, and everybody can see you. So don't do anything while you're sleeping at night, you know that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, but you know, in the in the the bathrooms, there were separate stalls, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I think there was you know six showers. So you do six at a time, you know that kind of thing.
0: That's interesting. It's uh, not the car wash. When I, no. like when I went through, you know, you were soaping and a lathering and you basically went in and did this, you following the dude in front of you. And yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably the same when you were going through. Yeah. I
2: mean, if you can watch the movie with, uh, um, uh, oh, the rock where, uh, Baywatch, the the, the uh, rock movie Baywatch where he's showering and there's like the center pole, that's what it used <laughs> to be like. And super weird. You know, you've never if you never played sports or anything you're not used to that yeah Mm -hmm. but now you got to walk in there and like you're looking at other dudes and you're like oh oh, oh, okay yeah
0: (laughs) yeah yeah what um so being a recruiter what is the probably the most challenging part of getting new recruits oh so I know I mean working in corrections right it's interesting talking to people who are like I'm like, oh yeah, you know, the academy, you're off on the weekend. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it, well, now it's going to 10 weeks in, in Washington state, mm-hmm. but typically it's like four weeks or whatever. And, um, but people are like, oh yeah, I could never, I could never spend five days a week for my significant other.
2: And, and construction, or, uh, I'm sorry, corrections and the military are. They're pretty close to the same. Yeah. Like, you know, whenever you go to your academy, you're, you're not allowed your cell phone. Uh-huh. Um, you, you have to work, um, you know, you show up in the, in the office at, you know, you show up for your classroom at six, seven o'clock in the morning and you're working till, um, five or 1700, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, they're, they're pretty close to the same thing. So, you know, it, it's whether you want to go into law enforcement, whether you want to go into military, you know, they're not intertwined in, in, as in you have to go law enforcement or military because the military offers you a lot of different programs that you can do that are not law enforcement based. Mm-hmm. So it's not just guns and flying planes, um, but, you know, the the basic training that you're going to go through is the same as both of them hmm. if that makes sense yeah so but is the biggest problem you run into is that people not wanting to leave is it oh um yeah sorry i got off topic there um <laughs> so uh the biggest problem is i mean we're we're a legal state i mean you can you can smoke marijuana um, oh, yeah. whenever you want you know that's that's our biggest problem right now and then that'll
1: probably change soon nationally Yeah, there's you know, they said maybe by, not for the military. They
0: said by February it might be legalized because it's already passed the house. Yeah, but it's still not going to
2: be legalized through the military.
0: I don't know. I don't know if, if you de- I mean, I don't I don't know the laws. Well, don't get me wrong. But if you decriminalize, say, marijuana or alcohol, right, or, or or alcohol. But to me, I mean, it mean it's basically the same thing as like, hey, you're not allowed to have ice with your drink in the military. Right. You know, and. I mean, you can, I guess you can pick and choose what you want. Right. But if it's federally legal and it's legal in every state. From if it's, on if out,
2: it's federal legal, then of course it's going to be legal for the military because we
1: fall under federal.
0: Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. um. But yeah, they're saying as early as. Uh,
1: but as then there's going to be work. I'm sure, stipulations because it stays in your system a little longer than say. Yeah. A shot of alcohol, you know. Well. Oh yeah, of course.
0: But you
2: can't. No, so, for for, um, law enforcement in the military, um, security forces, right? Um, you can't have alcohol eight hours prior to arming up. So, putting a weapon on, you can't have any alcohol in your system eight hours prior. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you go to a party and somebody's downing drinks at 12 o'clock, like yeah. six pack, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, guard mount, like a seven. You're like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, buddy, you pushing it. But, um, you know that that'd be i don't have a problem with it like yeah marijuana i think is is better than alcohol um but uh, another thing is everybody's getting diagnosed with uh you know anxiety mm-hmm. like that's a big thing right now uh, like people go in there for you know test anxiety or you know school's stressing me out um you know my parents you know and doctors are like saying here's your medication like don't worry about it. You're good to go. Right. And as soon as those medications pop up, you have to be clear of those for two years before you can actually join the military. Really? Wow. Interesting. Because they want to see what your personality is without them.
1: Whether you can handle it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so if it's depression, anxiety, um, you know, whatever it may be. So it's, it's super weird.
0: That's interesting. Yeah anxiety and smoking smoking the reefer left-hand the, cigarettes the devil's whatever lettuce yeah
2: Le- left-hand cigarettes, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to call them uh, <laughs> which i mean you know if, if you're smoking if you're smoking pot marijuana whatever you want to call it um you know as long as you're clean for 45 days there's no problem because there's no limit no more um so whenever you came into the army Oh. What did they tell you? Like, you can't use it more than 15 times.
1: Yeah, or six, I think. It yeah. Or something weird. Something yeah.
2: stupid, right? Um, whenever you came in, you know, how many times was it for you, Jason? I
0: think it, I think it was 12 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Whenever I came in, it was, it was uh, yeah, I think it was 10. Yeah, um, 10 or 12, yeah. So, now it's unlimited as long as you're not, like, if you come in and say, I smoke every day, every day, like... Right. I smoke weed every day <laughs> yeah. you know snoop oh, dog chronic 2001 <laughs> oh, yeah chronic <laughs> dr dre that's what it was yeah smoke weed every day uh, <laughs> as long as you come in and you're not like that um there's no problem and you're you're clear for 45 days then yeah you can join no problem they say um, just let us pretty... give it a
1: sample without without it in your system exactly yeah you're good to go
0: that's very it, lenient from what they were. Cause I mean, before it was, Oh, you smoked over 10 or whatever, like you experimented yeah. over 10 yeah, yeah,
2: done. Yeah. They, they, we had to go through a waiver process and all yeah. this kind of crap. But now, I mean, whenever somebody comes in, it's like, Hey, uh, marijuana is not disqualifying, but with that being said, have you used, possessed, transported any other drugs? Yeah. Including marijuana. And you know, if they say any other drug, of course, disqualified from from the National guard or the air force but while army has not cocaine though right army has (laughs) army has waivers for for weird stuff like army has way more waivers than we do
1: (laughs) now i i knew a guy okay we all knew a guy speaking of waivers we all all knew a guy (laughs) he's probably a lifer he's probably still in you know he's he's a great guy Mm -hmm. but he was not ashamed to admit that he he got a waiver for his asvab score Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. And I'm not going to say, I'll tell you in the break mm-hmm. what his score was. But he was very open about what his score was. And it wasn't that he was a dumb person. It was just that he did I just don't well, think. Some people he, don't test well. He he didn't have a lot of knowledge. He probably did really poorly on the math portion. Yeah. You know. Um, and he just probably overall didn't test very well on the rest of it. But it was probably the lowest score I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> Oh yeah,
2: so um, the the army and this is again not a knock towards the army. It's just their lifestyle, their quality of life has affected this, but their retention rate right now is at like 63%. So that means 63% of the people decide to stay in the army after their first first year mm. or their first contract. Right. Right? Whereas um Air National Guard is sitting at like ninety-three percent. Holy cow. Okay. Um, but that's high. Yeah. And w- w- i had a guy that came to me and he's like, hey, I'm sitting in uh I'm in Intel for the army. And he's like, I want to switch over to Intel for the Air National Guard. And I'm like, cool. So I pull up his ASFAB scores. <laughs> and it was like 12s across the board. Like, <laughs> wow. and 31 is like where you can come into the Air National Guard. Like, that's the lowest. And the intel is like at 70. And I'm like, mm, hey guy, you're gonna have to take this over. And he's like, Well, the waiver the the army did a waiver for me. Can you do that? And I'm like, <laughs> Nah, no. <laughs> like not for they your, have not for what you want. Yeah, they have m- way more leeway because they're so undermanned mm-hmm. that they uh, can get away with all this crap. And I mean, not like they're being shady or anything like that, but they can get away with more stuff, like waivers wise, to get somebody in. Whereas we're we're kind of picky. We're like we're like Amazon almost, well, um, but
1: it's not a, as much of a technical job either. Yeah, I mean, no, ours
2: is ours is very... Um, well, it depends on the career.
1: The Army was what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah it depends the, on oh, the career. Yeah. Though. The is definitely there. not as much of a technical job as what you're talking
2: about. Yeah, so, and I mean, like, even even Army has its very professional mm-hmm. careers. Um, you know, Intel is one of those. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to be doing some super, super squirrel stuff, like, um, that people aren't going to know about. And, you know yes, his job could transfer over to us, but because of those scores, I'm like, eh, sorry,
3: guy.
0: Like,
2: yeah. you got to retest. And he was like, oh, no, and, you know. Um, so, yeah, just. Huh.
0: What's well, probably the number one. Uh, so, say they don't smoke weed. Mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm.
0: And they haven't been to a, uh, a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And not diagnosed with anxiety. Mm-hmm. What's uh What job is most sought after in the Air Force? People come in and they say, I want to be a pilot. <laughs> Whoa,
2: what a so, pilot. yeah. Yeah. People come in and they say, I want to be a pilot or I want to be an officer. An officer. Yeah. And what. What really kind of irritates me about that. It's not that we don't have those positions out there. It's that they have never served in the military, right? They've uh-huh. only gone to college. Um, they, they've done high school, they've done college, right? And they got their bachelor's and they come in, and they say, Hey, I want to be an officer. Um, but tell me what other fortune 500 company you can walk into and say, Hey, I want to sit on the board with the CEOs it's it's not gonna happen (laughs) right and you know back five six eight years ago we were hiring officers off the street Mm -hmm. like no problem but nowadays we have we have such an influx of people Mm. that you coming in as an officer the only way it's happening is if you are a medical professional oh really yeah I mean unless you're a pilot um, what already has flying hours and, yeah. and stuff like that, or you're a medical professional, you're, you're pretty much not coming in off the streets and saying, Hey, I want to be an officer Interesting, because we're going to be like, Oh yeah, that's cool. Let me put you at the bottom of this list that, yeah. you know, has 14 other people that have their bachelor's degree that, you know, have all this stuff and we'll see where you're at. Mm. So that's the, that's the one that I get that I'm like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh not going to happen. And <laughs> you know, the good thing is I am not one of the uh I'm not one of the recruiters that kind of comes in and BSs with you. I tell you straight as it is. So, you know, you come to me and you say, "Hey, I have a bachelor's um and I got this and and this." And I'm like, "Well, sorry, you're going to have to come in enlisted first and yeah. then and then apply for uh an officer position." Yeah. So,
0: yeah, when I went to basic, I uh, went in with somebody that had a bachelor's degree, but his officer slot they estimated was almost two years away.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So he came in, and he was an older guy. I mean, I say older guy now, but I think he was like in his early thirties. Um, and he came in enlisted to wait. He said the 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 recruiter told him he had a better chance um, enlisting and then going officer Which- than
2: waiting. Which is 100% true with the, especially with the Air National Guard. Yeah. So you come in and let's say you're 25, you know, wh- whatever age you are. It doesn't matter. Well, as long as you're not over, you know, uh, 35. Yeah. Um, y- you come in and you're going to have a better opportunity to become an officer by becoming enlisted first because they want to see you work because they want to see how you work with people how you work doing your job, are you going to show up on time? Are you going to, are you going to do what's assigned to you? Are you going to, um, you know, talk to the people that, that are working with you and describe what what your needs are, what's the problem and all that kind of stuff. And then after that, you know, you'll, you'll see job postings within your, um, you know, there's certain, um, websites that we have that, that show all the, the officer positions that are available. Um, so you'll be able to apply those, but coming in and getting the knowledge firsthand first is going to increase your opportunity to become an officer mm. 70-fold.
0: Is that, is that probably the best route to go, officer? Because there's like, what what is there? There's ROTC programs as well, right?
2: Yeah, and you can, you can do ROTC while you're in the Air National Guard, which is amazing. Oh, I didn't know that. So, yeah, you could be, uh, let's say, a college that's local to us, mm-hmm. Eastern Washington University. Um, you could be in the ROTC program. there, still be in the air national guard. And then, Oh, I see,
0: I see enlist. And then you're also in college. Yeah. Those guard guys. Okay.
2: And, and I mean, we have, um, state tuition assistance and federal tuition assistance. So your college is paid for while you're there, but you're doing ROTC. And then after three years, ROTC will say, Hey, um, either we want you to become an officer or we don't want you to become an officer. Right. And. If they tell you they don't want you to become one, then you can still pursue that in the Air National Guard. But if they tell you they do want to become an off, they want you to become an officer, you basically drop out of the Air National Guard and go right into the RO- like their their program. So if it's Army ROTC or Air Force ROTC, you you drop into their officer bucket.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So is that the be- You think that's the best way?
2: I, I wish i had known about that yeah <laughs> i mean I, I did horrible at college but yeah. that that would have been fun that would motivated me a little bit more
1: might have been a little incentive yeah yeah mm-hmm. i mean
2: mm-hmm. you know who knows but um you know and by the time you got the rotc offer from them if you'd already been in the air national guard you probably would have already seen you know six to 10 officer positions that floated by you in the Air National guard. So you could easily done that instead of waiting that three years. Mm -hmm. Mm. So, uh, Yeah. yeah, we've had, we've had multiple people that have come in and, um, I had one that, you know, he wanted to be a pilot and he came in, joined enlisted, uh, worked in aircraft maintenance, uh, did it for seven months and they said, Hey, have you considered putting in for a pilot? And he did, and he got the pilot position. Nice.
1: Wow! Nice. So, interesting. So, is it easier? Maybe you already said this, and I wasn't paying attention. Possibly. No, you're good. Um, you know, dumb. I'm the dumb grunt. That's all I'm say. <laughs> so, is it easier? We're both security forces, so no, we're, I mean, <laughs> like we're we're all kind of grunts in a right, way. Right. Right. Is is it easier nowadays to get promoted to officer from enlisted? Is it what you're saying? It is. As opposed um, to... Yeah. Well, he's saying in the National Guard it is. When yeah, yeah. Oh, okay.
2: In yeah. It, yeah, I don't know for Air Force-wise how it is. Active duty, yeah. But, you know, I want to say, uh, I think it was 2017, we did a, a mass hire of officers, um, Air Force and National Guard, because uh, President Obama at the time had cut the military down um, I think it was yeah. 2015, 2014, somewhere in there. Cut the military down and then realized, oh, crap, we need we need more military. Um, so at that time, we did a mass hire for officers. So anybody with a bachelor's degree, you know, they're basically getting hired off the street. So now 2017 was four years ago. Like right. they're still sitting in their their first contract. Like all those officers are still sitting there. And, Crazy it was
0: four years ago though.
2: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and so, I mean, there's, there's, if you think about a parking lot, right? If you pull up in a parking lot and the parking lot's full, you have no spot. So what are you going to do, right? You have to move away.
1: Go a couple blocks away.
2: <laughs> exactly, right? Um, so that's the same way with the military. No matter where you go, um, if all the parking spots are full, then there's nothing we can do for you.
3: Mm.
2: But if there's an empty spot, we can move you in there. Um, and it's just, it's not happening with officers. So you're, you're looking at a target parking lot right now on a, uh, red clearance day or <laughs> w- whatever their, their clearance day yeah. is, What well, you know, whatever it's considered, but, yeah. um, old school Kmart blue lights. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're doing a blue light special <laughs> and the parking lot's full. I'm sorry. I, I understand you have a bachelor's. That's cool. But we're all sold out. We're all sold out, you gotta come in enlisted and you can do that for, you know, it may be six months, it may be two years, you know, there's no, I can't tell you when you're gonna get that officer spot, Mm -hmm. but I can tell you that there are spots available, but being in the guard or even active duty Air Force is gonna help you gain that rather than walking in off the street.
0: Let's uh, I need a refill on my drink. Yeah, let's take let's, a break. Let's take a break. Yeah. Podcasts are ranked by ratings, so we'd appreciate if you could rate our show and also give us a comment. It would help out the algorithm, which ranks us and helps other people find us more easily.
1: Hey, everybody. If you live in the Coeur d'Alene slash Spokane area and you need your windows cleaned, give Brandon's Window Cleaning a call. They do window cleaning, pressure washing, gutter cleaning, and moss removal whether it's business or residential they do a great job brandon's window cleaning you can be found at brandonswindows.com that's b-r-a-n-d-o-n-s-w-i-n-d-o-w-s dot c-o-m that's brandonswindows.com we can start that over we can start that over here we go and i'm the rookie
0: and we're back (laughs) back. there we are not (laughs) enough of a pause so hold on
1: hold on and we're back (laughs) (laughs) all right so, Lonnie, before the break, we were talking about uh, – yeah, I don't remember what we're we were about.
0: talking about. We were talking about reasons uh, people get disqualified from the Air Force. Oh, yeah.
2: And then we talked about officers. And, um, All right, so I got,
0: a, I got a pressing question for you.
2: Oh, Ooh, I'm, I'm excited. Your,
0: let's go with me. your daughter. Ooh yeah. Your daughter wants to join Air Force, Space Force, or Navy. Okay. Sorry, Coast Guard, Marines, and uh, Army. Yeah. Wow. Coast but,
1: Guard is out? Yeah.
0: Well, I don't know, dude. I mean, I've known some coasties now, and if I would have known now what I wish I would have known then, um, I probably would have went Coast Guard. They get some dope ass assignments.
2: They do a lot I of drug interdiction. I, I tried to Coast go Coast Guard. Guard. I tried to go Coast Guard, but their waiting list is out the door. Really? Like, and this is what this is what recruiting services want. Right. So we want to be at a 100 percent in all of our career fields so that when uh, Joe Blow or Jane Blow walks in and says, hey, I want to be this career field. um, We can say, "Okay, you know, what's what's your medical. We can ask him all the questions. Right. And if there's something we're going to have to work through, they go on the bottom of the stack. Mm. And Mm. that's what Coast Guard has right now. Like they're, they're just picking the cream of the crop nice because they're so, they're such a small entity that they have, they have limited spaces and they can say, you know what, we don't want you. We want, you know, this one. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, what do you got to offer cuz there's 20 people that want this spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And that's what all recruiting services want to get at. Mm-hmm.
1: So. So,
0: when it comes to say your daughter going in yep. the let's just say Air Force, yep. what career are you going to guide her towards? And why?
2: I mean, I'm honestly, I'm going to let her choose. You know, and that's, that's not me me being biased. Yeah. Um, for well, she comes to you and
0: says, "Dad, I'm going to go security forces." Space yeah, force.
2: I mean, Space
1: Morp, force. I'm going into the space force. <laughs> yeah
2: um and and there's so much not known about the space force right now, yeah that I really can't talk about that like I don't know if it's gonna be you know space force law enforcement or you know space force uh military uh, or our medical personnel pilot like i i don't yeah. we don't know astronaut. Really mm. what's coming out with the spice, the space force, spice the, force, the, the, the spi- spice, the force. spice girl. <laughs> I like the spice force. So we really don't know what's coming out with that. And so I can't really talk on it. I would love to, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know where it's going. You know, is mm-hmm. it going to be, is it going to be more of what the Navy has where they have their nuclear programs and, yeah, you know hey you're, you're working on um certain engines you're you're doing this kind of stuff that's uh, an
0: interesting thought i mean because in space there's allegedly no
2: weapons allowed i mean you so know it's a no man's it's that a is, that own, is right? interesting <laughs> what are you protecting you know yeah pl2 resources what are we talking about here <laughs> and so it just for you that are listening there's there's pl1 <laughs> two and three and four. Four oh, yeah four resources yeah. which Four is the most important, or no? Mm-mm. One is the most important. Got that reversed? Yeah, <clears throat> Yeah. I messed that up. Uh, one is the most important, as in uh, a nuke, you know, a nuke, or yep. and you know, PO. the president's plane is considered a, a PO1, PO1, yep. yep. um, you know, those kind of things. But uh, if my daughter came to me and she said, "Hey, you know, I want to join the military," um, with my experience, I would definitely tell her no army. Um, And it's not, again, it's not a knock on the Army. It's just I know that as a battalion, there's probably 95% male and, you know, the other 5% female. Yep. That is probably true. And I I can't encourage her to go into that kind of uh, diversity.
0: See, the one thing I would say with Army is the Warrant Officer Program is... I mean, it's, an essentially, amazing, essentially, it's an amazing program. It's second to none, right? Yeah, because the Air Force amazing, doesn't have that. It's an amazing so, program. So, I mean, you can go in with a two-year degree, become a warrant, yeah. and fly helicopters. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, the Army definitely has its place. Yes. You know, Oh, yeah, but, 100%. Yeah. But uh, as far as their, their warrant officer program, if you want to fly helicopters, which, you know, the door is open to you if you leave as a warrant with hundreds of hours, thousands of hours as a helicopter pilot that has combat hours and everything. Yep. Um, I mean, I've been stationed at fires and stuff with prior warrant officers that are flying helicopters yep. for, again, the fire civilian. Yeah. yeah, Or, uh, you know, search and
2: rescue. I mean, you're getting hired right off the street if you absolutely. come out as a warrant.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You compare yourself to someone who went to a uh, helicopter school to become a helicopter pilot right. versus a warrant officer. That warrant officer will get that job. 100 percent of the time guaranteed yep yeah so i mean there, the army definitely has some cool programs
2: i would say oh, that the army
0: i mean i don't know the size of the army compared to the air force it's huge yeah it's got to be way bigger
2: oh uh, so if you if you think about air force versus army mm-hmm. um, just in let's just say and this is the world that i live in is the recruiting offices yeah okay so uh, Air Force recruiting offices in Spokane, we have three. Um, Army recruiting offices in Spokane, we have probably seven.
1: Oh, wow. See, that was my problem. There you go. <clears throat> that was the reason why I joined the Army instead of the Air Force. Yeah, because is, they're everywhere. Is because in Moses Lake, Washington, where I grew up, mm-hmm. okay, back in the 90s. Yeah. Right?
2: Which is actually a good area. The, uh, I like I, that place. I, I went. I literally oh, yeah, I left my house
1: to go to the Air Force recruiters office. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they weren't open. Yep. At the time, what I, for whatever reason, maybe they were out for lunch. I don't know.
3: Yeah.
1: And right next door, they're having a siesta. Right next door was the Army recruiters office, and yeah. I walk in there, and they are. There's three of them in there. Oh, and they're they're all about like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, yeah. What yeah. do you want to do? Right. What's, what's going? On? Oh, you know, and then, you know, and then I take the ASVAB and I, I scored high enough. I probably could have made it into the Air Force. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm sure you could have. No, but what I was told later is that I scored high enough. I could have been a nuclear tech for the Army. Exactly. Um, And, and this recruiter was like, oh, we'll give you $10,000 for college and a $5,000 signing bonus. And I'm like, well, (laughs) sign me up. Yeah, Yeah. You know, I feel like they prey on almost the poor. Yeah, you and know, like ten thousand dollars signing bonus. But oh he, my well, god! And back in the nineties, that was a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, absolutely, that yeah, was a lot. Absolutely. I mean, bread was no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, what <laughs> I'm Gas saying was no. It was a five thousand <laughs> yeah. dollars, but it was a ten thousand dollars for college. Yeah, yeah,
2: but you know, and, and this again, this is not a knock towards the army, but they they bring people in, and while like you said, you you scored high enough for a nuclear job, which is. A, a very high score, like an amazing job because you're not going to put a dum dum in right, right. like, Oh, I'm going to bang this nuclear head with my hammer. <laughs> right. You're not going to put somebody that's in there like that. So you scored high enough, but they are all about selling you a job that they need a feel for. Yeah.
1: And that was their needs. That and was definitely their needs. It was right after desert storm.
2: Yeah. And right? that's, that's 100% what army recruiters do. And I, I understand need, why they do it.
0: I need to put a pin in this. Um, does the army have nukes?
1: I'm sure they have. some yeah, I don't know nuclear I'm program. Sure, I mean, well, I'm, I'm sure they sure have a they, nuclear
0: program of some sort. But I they, mean, they've got the they've air force and the of, navy have enough nukes to destroy the world like a hundred times over. So yeah,
2: I mean, I'm sure they have some kind of program. Like, I just don't know.
0: I mean, yeah. again, uh, so so me uh, with my experience in the army. Let's just go back Wait, you to... Didn't, did you go to the Army? No, no, no. I didn't oh, go to Oh, okay. But I have experience with the Army, oh, right? Okay. So So let's... Uh, you talked about, you know, you put in everywhere around Texas, right? Well, I yeah. put I put in everywhere around the West Coast. They said, yeah. here's your dream sheet. And fortunately... But this is for the Air Force. Yeah, for the Air Force active okay. duty. Active okay. duty. Okay. Uh, my recruiter told me, if you don't want to go overseas... They won't station you overseas. (laughs) So I said, okay. So I had a girlfriend at the time, you know, that um, I said, it would be cool to go on the West Coast, right? Uh, Born in California. I love California area. And so I put it in everywhere around the West Coast, right? And then I got my orders to my first base, which was. Fairly close to the west coast, which was uh, Kunsan, Korea, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's pretty close, <laughs> yeah. Decently you know, you know, I, mean, I mean, it's like it's like a, on the a, opposite side it's of the like, water, like a 14 I, hour drive, a 14 yeah, hour flight, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, um, I get to uh, Kunsan, Korea, which I thought was you know, me being me and the inter- not, internet not being what it is today, I didn't have a dial up. Yeah, I didn't have a uh, encyclopedia to look at where You've Korea got mail. was. I I didn't pack shit. Right, I I packed a bunch of shorts because I was picture- I seen pictures of Vietnam. I figured it was close to Vietnam. Right, this how dumb I was.
1: You know, eighteen, listening to Fortunate Son on your way over. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so you know, eighteen. I, I go to I, I go to Korea in January, which is probably the best month i get off the plane right so we had a delayed plane in seattle because seattle had this uh cold uh cold freeze in 2003 (laughs) beginning of 2004. they had this cold freeze it actually froze the plane we got stuck on the plane for like six to eight hours before it even took off
2: and you didn't even get peanuts did you so then it
0: takes off (laughs) and our plane (laughs) our plane lands In this place called Osan, Korea, which is two hours north by bus, right? And so they were supposed to uh, uh, fly us to Kunsan too, but um, because we were so late, they said, no, we're not going to do that. So then we had to get on a bus, right? We got on a bus, we drove to Korea or uh, to Kunsan, and I'm looking outside and there's two feet of snow, right? <laughs> so I'm thinking I'm going to Vietnam, right? I, all I have is shorts. And like <laughs> my, my parents had got me this Carhartt jacket for Christmas. That's the only cold weather gear I had, right? And so I get to Korea. Anyways, long story short, with the Army, I, my first experience with the Army was seeing them, they were only posted on the fourth floor, right? So we had our, or maybe it was the third floor. But um, they were only posted upstairs. The yeah. Air Force got the first and second floor, yeah. right? Which, to me, that was the beginning, right? Like, the Air Army will always get secondhand to what the Air Force gets. Yep. 100%. Absolutely. And 100%. so, watching these guys carry their, uh, their A-bags or their rucksacks up three flights of stairs every single day. Which is
2: a bag that they carry all their crap in. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, versus me, I was on the first floor. You know like i just got to walk to my my room and they get to go up three flights of stairs and the the second that and of i of course there's no elevator yeah the and sec- maybe
1: it's the light and infantry men in me but i have no sympathy right but, go on. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: the second that i realized that i'm glad i joined the air force was when i saw two soldiers standing outside of our dorms right and they were on the third floor and they were in their white tidies being screamed at by an E-5, right? While I was on my way to Chow. They were, uh, I mean, I don't know what he was yelling about, but he had them at attention, standing out there in their underwear. I mean, knife hand in them and all, right? And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm glad I never went Army as I walked by. And from there on out, I mean, I've only seen Army be treated a certain way where Air Force is treated a different way. Yeah, I mean-
2: I've been multiple locations where there's been army there. But whenever I have an applicant that comes to me and says, hey, you know, what's what's the difference between the units or the, the branches? And I say, hey, okay. Marines operate under the stars. Army sleeps under the stars. Navy navigates by the stars air force judges as ho- hotels by stars <laughs> like that's that's my answer that is for sure it's
1: for real though because we used to go <laughs> that is oh no my joke God, this, so i funny. mean even back in the mid to late 90s we would go on our weekend right yeah. to let's go to the air force base exactly for breakfast yeah right let's go to their dining facility
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> why because you get a oh omelet to order
2: mm-hmm.
1: now so, i will say that let me see yeah that on yep.
2: i i think army dining facilities actually have better food
0: i agree no air way. force air force has silverware which is yeah neat army has plasticware. yeah but the air the army's chow
2: is is way better it's better not, yeah. No way. Yeah. Not well,
0: way. yeah. I agree with that one thousand <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah. Now I can only speak. I can't speak to stateside bases. I can only speak to uh, overseas. To
1: overseas, yeah. you know, Iraq and yeah. Well, and, Afghanistan and by itself. the way, going back to what you were saying about your wish list. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm from Moses Lake, Washington. I put Fort Lewis uh-huh. number one. Fort uh-huh. Lewis number two. And Fort Lewis number three, <laughs> and got stationed in Hawaii. So now know yeah. we're okay. You can't complain. <laughs> yeah, first did, off, you no, were no, in Hawaii, no. bro. That, but that's what I'm saying. No, you
2: you you are not one to speak.
1: I had about, a lot of fun on my days off. No, like, see, me and Lonnie. No here, shit. Me and Lonnie here. We uh,
0: after Fallon, correct? Yeah. We went to Hawaii.
1: Oh, uh, we did. We did. Yeah,
2: yeah, Our unit sent us to Hawaii. Yeah,
0: and so, uh, for, so two
2: Was for two weeks. For two weeks. Yep, yeah, two weeks. Uh, So we got a nice Bigelow. Like, we were both uh, tech sergeants at the time. Uh Uh, So we got a -a Bigelow all by ourselves. E6s. E6s, yeah. Uh, So we both got a -a Bigelow all by ourselves.
1: right? What's what's a -a Bigelow? Like bungalow? Listen. Bungalow? Whatever you want to call it.
0: It's one of those things that you don't have to worry about because it was five
1: stars. I'm thinking that. It's something Army doesn't get. (laughs) Wait, time out. It was five stars.
2: (laughs) This was a five. Like, I could open up my back door and... We were looking at, uh, like, beautiful, wonderfulness. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think,
0: weren't were we on a naval station? We were on the naval base, yeah, and so I, can't, I don't were, know what the name was. We were, was. like, uh, they put us in the naval chief's dorms,
2: like oh, okay. which were super nice. Uh, yeah, like. Yeah. It, oh. Yeah. Anyways,
0: it was interesting to have. I mean, I think I just got promoted. I think we just both got promoted. We both. E6, yeah. Right? We
2: both. We both hit E six right about two thousand sixteen. Yeah. So. Oh no. E- 2000, 2012 We both hit it uh, right about the same time. Yeah. Um. Same thing. Whenever we hit E seven. Yeah. Um. Same thing. Same. Day. We were like, yeah, like a no. couple days apart. Yeah. Uh He actually outranked me, even though they signed the Degum degree the the orders at the same time. But somehow, he got to outrank me by two days. <laughs> oh, and yeah. I he, forgot about that. And he made sure he I do that every day. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do some push-ups. But, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so. when, when
0: we went to Hawaii. We, uh, E5 was the cutoff, right? So, E5, you had a roommate. E6, you didn't. So, we uh, when we went to Hawaii, we did not have a roommate. And we did uh, jungle warfare training. Yeah. And we did tracking and stuff like that. So, I mean, we got, to, have we got to uh, communicate. Like, Put it in quotes. What uh, the infantry got to feel for just a couple of days. Yeah. Right. Whereas uh, we were hiking through the woods. Yeah. We had to go on like an hour. Wow. Couple of days. Oh, you, the, the, you, the, you, I
2: know. How did you manage? I know. Oh, but, but the worst part was <laughs> the the hike that we had to do with your your troop leader basically gets shot, uh-huh. whether it's you know incapacitating or they're dead or whatever. You're carrying them in a litter carrier, Mm -hmm. and we had, um, six, seven people per litter.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah,
2: but we had to go five miles. With that person, yeah, you were rucking for a long time wow. with somebody. On the- I, I know, I know. It sounds, I know. It sounds easy for you guys. Yeah. Like I get that. We're but, also in full gear, all right. But like, I mean, Some, you know, bitch. You know, wow, we're we're vest, helmet, everything, right? Yeah, having to carry <laughs> a litter for like five miles. Okay. Whereas just, normally a- army is like, oh, uh, duh. Here's a person. Uh, <laughs> I pass them off. Let, let me just back up here
1: for a second, okay? So, not only was it a light (laughs) infantry unit, which means, by the way, if you don't know, which I'm sure Jason does at least because he's heard me say it, um, is that you're walking everywhere. Oh, yeah. You walk all over the place. Yeah. So, there's no trucks, there's no Humvees, there's no do's and haves. Sometimes, maybe there was if you got really lucky. Uh, But so, five miles. That was like what you did to go to the range. Right, yeah. right, right. You know. That was the, that was just and then you well, was, and then bus, you walked back. Where right? our
0: bus dropped us off. It was because it was too muddy to go any further. Yeah. So we had to walk to where But I I got uh let's let's go with three stories out of Hawaii. Right? So well, well, I'm well, I'm the squad leader. Um so there's three squads by two days. And Lonnie <laughs> is a a squad leader. Yep. Right? And then there was even that two days, yeah. Then there was then there was one other squad at this time. Lonnie outranked me, right? Yeah. And so um, I think you were promoted a year before me. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Um,
2: I was 2012. He's 2013.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then we were promoted to E7 at the same time, but uh, cheater. <laughs> I don't know how. I, whatever. But um, okay, so squad leader. We're. Walking through the woods, right? Lonnie has his own squad. I have my own squad. and uh, It's set
2: up so we fell.
0: Well, well, <laughs> okay. So we're walking through, right? And we're doing tracking, right? And so we're quiet. There's actually Army guys in the woods, too, that never knew the Air Force was there because we were. Because we're better. Too better, quiet. Whatever. Yeah, we're quiet. I'm <laughs> sure they did. No, they did not. <laughs> they, they had no idea. I we promise you they had no yeah. idea that they were being watched. Anyway, so
1: we're There's walking. There's probably two no. privates sitting in a foxhole no. somewhere. Going, no, they no. actually came you up to us later. You <laughs> over there?
2: <laughs> they actually came up to us later, and they were like, um, "What do you? What unit are you guys with?" Yeah. Like it was. It was actually pretty rewarding for us.
0: Interesting. Okay, no. so anyways, fast forward. So we're doing tracking, right? So we had this guy that came in. He's a tracking expert, and you know they they tell us you know you're looking for uh, human. Tracking things, right? Like because branches, will, broken. Yeah, A lot of, a, a lot of, a lot of things that humans do like litter and blah, 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 blah. So I have this guy, his name is Barnes. I hope, <laughs> I hope you're listening, but, well, um, <laughs> if
1: he's not listening, <laughs> text him,
0: right? Oh, so, he's, he's a mass sergeant now. So yeah, 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 yeah Now he's an E7, but, yeah. um, I don't I think he's still in the unit, but anyway, so, so we're, we're going through, right? He's I just he, saw him last weekend. He's an yeah. E5 at the time. And, um, He's on my squad, right? And we're going through and we're looking for human rema- like, you know, human not remains, not but remains, not remains, but remnants. But remnants remnants. remnants. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Existence of humans. Yeah.
0: Yes. And so he goes, he halts the squad, right? And I'm the squad leader. So he comes running to me. And uh he goes, Hey, I got something up there. I, okay, go see what it is, right? And so <laughs> he finds something white. <laughs> white in color right and so i see him jiggle it up from the ground right and it's a has a tail and he lifts it up and then i see him right so we're we're totally silent at the time we're totally silent everybody's quiet he starts gagging right and i'm like Whoa. What the fuck And so I go up to him And I'm like What's wrong He's like It's fucking toilet paper Right somebody So he quits. had somebody he shit had, in the wood line He had lifted up This piece of, of Wiped toilet paper Bare handed Right And sitting there Just gagging Gagging Oh my God. That shit was so funny. Like all everyone's busting up laughing. Right. Our (laughs) position is blown. Right. Uh. and and
2: I mean, the the area that we were working in is it's used for every unit to come through, you know? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, Yeah, I mean, his unit was, his unit was off to our, uh, off to our left. So if you're looking at a clock, his was about a nine o'clock position. And, you know, we're, we're sitting probably, um, you know, 300, 400 feet away. So we can't hear his laughing, but you know, we have, (laughs) but at the same time, you kind of know something's going on. Yeah. I mean, like we had plurred, um, which is uh, another individual, um, that is a, is a good character. Um, he, I don't remember what he, he did something stupid. And basically got us discovered also because everybody else started laughing. So. Yeah. So my second story
0: from there is uh, as a a squad leader, you are the first one that gets downed. Right? So when they want to do a squad exercise, you are the first person that's shot. Guaranteed. So. It was very interesting like yeah, I was ex- I was putting up Army like- doesn't
2: teach that because I mean you, you guys go up in rank and down in rank and, in like 5 minutes
1: so <laughs> <laughs> I'm not just wrong. Messing, I'm He's just not messing wrong. You. <laughs> I have no comment <laughs> but I'm <just> so, kidding. <laughs> so
0: squad leaders down right so I I mean I was the guy that was being pulled on the quote makeshift raft when we were doing raft training right like I was the guy that didn't have to swim because I was being pulled right I was the guy that was downed um, as a squad leader, so I was being carried for the first, I don't know, two miles out of the five yeah. that we had to go. <laughs> right. So, so, so that's story number two. Story number three is I get this uh, notification from Facebook, and it says that um, a guy that we work with, last name Odom.
1: <laughs> Odom
0: is close to you.
1: Or, or, uh, I'm, I'm totally sending him the this, you podcast, should. this episode oh, yeah. He's another 100%. guy. That, he's another guy that we should have now, on. Now listen, he went to the same unit as me. He he's another well, guy now, we yeah. should have
0: on, for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. But anyways, yeah. so Lonnie you know, knows this because of this story. Right? So <sighs> I get this notification and I know. For those that don't know, I was heavily involved in uh, Mo, a, a organization called Movember. Yep. And um, this Movember is
2: uh, men prostate, yeah, prostate
0: and testicular cancer awareness. Right. For those that mm-hmm. don't know, great organization that gives a lot of money to both of those. Yep.
1: Um, the organization itself keeps very little of the. Pro yes yeah. yeah i it's, think it was i
0: think it was 11 cents on the dollar as far as yeah. nonprofits awesome. go it's very awesome good. it's yeah.
2: scraps to just to pay for for everything yeah. yeah
0: just for their little little admin fees yeah but compared to other nonprofits they i'm totally tagging them, them on, on not, on like, goodwill, later, not November, like goodwill we should not like November goodwill yeah anyways yeah.
2: Yeah. we don't
1: talk about goodwill
3: <laughs> yeah or other nonprofit
2: organizations <laughs> sorry but, um, i'm not supposed to say
1: that but yeah but so anyway i got you I, edit I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> think, probably not edit that out, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that um,
0: maybe you and Odom had a met met each other at a Movember event that we did. I held. We Yeah. Okay. So, um, anyways, Odom had won <laughs> a gun at at a certain point in time, and uh, I. For those who don't know the gun story, I was <laughs> investigated. <laughs> we don't need to go into that. I was investigated either. for not having a uh, uh, correct yeah. permit. but yeah. um,
1: $7 permit. Go on.
0: Yeah. I think it was 13 or whatever. So,
2: so we met Odom in, in Hawaii. But yeah.
0: So I get this notification on Facebook that says, hey, Odom is by you. Right? <laughs> he's he's
2: close to you. Send him away. Like he lived in Washington State at the time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Washington and State. And we're TDY to, we're to Hawaii. And all of a sudden he gets the notification. Yep. And I get this notification like, Hey, send Odom a wave. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? So I send him a wave. And, uh, he's like, dude, you're, you're close to me, man. What, (laughs) what's going on? And I go, uh, we're here, you know, doing this military training, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, I've always wanted to do this thing called a, uh, it was a booze, booze, cruise, cruise. booze, cruise. (laughs) Right. And so I'm like, that's super dope. I'm super down. So it was a, uh, a cruise, right? You get on a – what were those what was those things called? I don't a, remember what they called. A it's large a- two-decker pontoon boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever those things are called. And uh, you sail to a certain point at sunset, and then you sail back. And so
2: – So I you went to- out about – I think we went out about five miles.
0: Yeah. So it was uh, – so like I said before, there are three squads. Right, and I'm one of them. Lonnie's Mm -hmm. another one, and then there's another person, and so the winner of the squad got to use the uh, the van (laughs) for the weekend, right? And so we had to do some stupid exercises and disassemble and reassemble the guns and blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, and so. I wound up winning he, I, don't, I don't know how cause He Lonnie's cheated much,
2: like, Lonnie's much this, faster than me This freaking dude <laughs> I don't know how he did it yeah. But anyways, he won. <laughs> yeah. But he was he was he was nice enough to invite me. Yeah,
0: so I invite Lonnie, right? We go on this booze cruise. Because he knows I'm a he drinker. Winds up, he winds up
1: meeting um, really it's the least you could do though for cheating, right? <laughs>
0: I don't know if I cheated or not.
1: Uh, I, don't know. He cheated. I, don't
0: know. I don't know. I'm not really shaky after doing exercises and when you do uh weapons manipulation, you know, like uh where you have to reassemble fine parts, you know, some people shake after a lot of physical exercise. Yeah. I don't know how I won, but I did. So I got the van told Lonnie like, Hey, come with me. We're going to do this booze cruise. We did this booze cruise where, uh, um, <laughs>
2: this is great. God, thing. what
0: was it? It was, uh, the first, it, it cost us,
2: it, it was 15 bucks. Yeah. It was super cheap. So you for pay free alcohol. You, you pay 15, 25 bucks. It, it doesn't matter what the price was. Like it was, it, it, if you were a drinker or if you drank alcohol at the time, yeah, you were easily satisfied. You were, yeah. You were easily wow. drinking your price. Yeah. yeah.
0: Wow.
1: So catamaran.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's the word of the book. It was a catamaran. Yeah. catamaran. Yeah.
1: So I know this because we looked into buying one.
2: <laughs> yeah. So we got on this thing and I mean, it's a hippie looking dude and yeah. he's like, Hey bro, like, let's go. Let's <laughs> get on. So Jason take over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it was the first couple hours were free whiskey and vodka, I believe. And I mean, mm-hmm. granted they were, they were, uh, the small cheapest. shots. They were, yeah. they, were, they, were, they were the cheapest. Yeah. I mean, but, it's uh, like,
2: it's like R and R mm-hmm. and you know, um, uh, sky vodka, whatever, whatever yeah. the, the cheap stuff is, yeah. you know,
0: Idaho silver.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it may be. Yeah. Macho via. <laughs> but I mean, you know, after, after five, you know, drinks, you've, covered anything else that you're drinking right like yeah. mm-hmm. guaranteed
0: so i got to talk into the
2: um the captain of the boat well he's talking i'm drinking <laughs> so i'm not paying attention to anything that's going on yeah, so i got
0: to talk to the captain of the boat he um the owner so the captain was a different person of course than the owner the owner had like three or four of these catamarans and um he had he was a retired military guy that was stationed in hawaii That, um, started buying used almost sinkable catamarans that basically fixed them up to where they could go a couple miles and come back. And, uh, so this captain worked for this owner, of course, but, uh, boy, booze cruising, man. I want to say, boy, how many people were on that boat? Do you remember? There was Uh, like 50. I (sighs) I feel like there was quite a bit.
2: I want to say there was, thirty to fifty.
0: Yeah, there was my whole squad. My whole squad went plus plus Lonnie here. Yeah. And then yeah, I want 30, to say thirty to fifty. So thirty to fifty. So sure.
2: and they had the the center part was, of course, where net. The, you remember
0: that well, net? yeah. yeah the, so in
2: the front of the boat there was a net that they had set up. So you could lay on the net and as he hit waves, like they're you they're hitting splashed, you,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm, right. Right.
2: But in the middle of the boat, of course, there's the captain's spot, but they had like two bars set around that person. Yeah. And so you just go up and say, this is what I want. Like, done, right? Yeah. And then there's walkways all the way around and like thousands of spots to sit, you know.
0: Yeah, but super awesome idea. I mean, as far as like you buy a used catamaran, Mm.
3: you take a bunch
0: of drunk tourists around, you know, offer them free drinks. Remember, there was a a free or not a free, a charged photo at the beginning and at the end. Yeah. And so like their photo was, I think it was like 30 bucks. It was expensive.
2: But they were they were standing on the beach and they would say, hey, you know, whatever the price was, I don't remember what it was. Um, I want to say it was 25 bucks or yeah, you know, 15, like that, 25 yeah. bucks, whatever. Hey, jump on this, this cruise, drink all you want. We'll bring you right back here. Yeah. It was super cool though. And you know, and, you know, it, it's just some of the cool things that you can do with the military. Absolutely. I I mean,
0: so I've been with the military 17. If you include my, uh, Delayed enlistment 18 years. And I can honestly say as far, I mean, I've had many ups and I've had many downs. The military is by far one of the best things that's ever happened to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've they taken me, you know, some awesome places that I never would have went as a civilian. Um, I've met some awesome people. And I, I mean, when you meet those people, you. You remember them. Well, you remember them, yes, but you, I mean, essentially you're part of this brotherhood that, I mean, a lot of people don't understand, you know, I mean, there's fraternities out there mm -hmm. and stuff. Um, You really don't bond with people until there's something stressful. Yeah. Right. And so, and
2: and you're going to forget about, you know, most of the people that you met on deployments, but. They're going to message you one day out of the blue, which I've had happen. And they're like, Hey, remember when we were deployed and you're like, Oh shit. (laughs) I remember you. Like I completely forgot about you, but now you have this other person that's like, Oh, you know what? I live in this state that's, that's close to you. Um, come visit me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Super weird. Like we got a, we got a buddy that, uh, uh, lives in Idaho, but it's like eight, nine hours away from us. Yeah. Down in Boise. Yeah. Um, the With, g- that we met on the last deployment that we gr- had you know. greatest dude we've ever met. Yep. Like the most pure hearted person in the world. And I could, I'd love to tell you the pigeon story. <laughs> there may be another day, <laughs> but, um, you know, like. He was like, "Hey, you know, I'm doing my retirement. I think you went. Did you go?
0: No, no, I didn't. I, uh, um, I saw him on a different when I was. Coming Did
2: he him. actually retire, or is he still in? I think he's still
0: in. Okay, so
2: than- maybe he was setting up his retirement, and yeah, but I mean, it's just it's just little relationships that you make throughout yeah. that make it worthwhile. Like, yeah." But so, I
0: mean so I mean, as far as my kids joining the military, I can say that the positives, like you said earlier, the positives Was far, I supposed to lead you in this question? No, no. I'm sorry. But the positives <laughs> far outweigh the negatives. Oh. Now as a as a dad to three daughters Yeah. I can't speak to that. I mean, um I can only imagine what it's gonna be like though when they Think about joining Right if, if that's Something that they Even think about But um, Yeah it's been It's been great to me
2: And You know it, With With somebody that has Daughters Like I have a daughter You have three daughters Ray you got any daughters No Okay But
1: I don't um, make daughters I have a track record <laughs> Yeah I got enough testosterone
2: <laughs> That I only make kids Or boys Um, You know With With daughters, everybody's worried about, you know, what's the sexual harassment? What's the, you know, everybody goes into that aspect of things. And I understand 1,000%. You know, I can't speak of other branches or anything. Yeah. Um, You know, I I know it happens in the Air Force, um, Mm -hmm. but I would say I hear less about air force international guard than maybe other branches, but without with any branch, whatever you do, you, you have to teach your, your children, whether they're boys or girls, like, Hey, if there's something that's, that's bothering you speak up. Absolutely. Like it's not going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt your career to bring out those kind of things in the fifties, sixties, Yes, it would hurt your career because yeah. people bury it and they're like, oh, you're just a bad troop. But nowadays, the, there's, no, there's no negative to it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So bring it up. Talk about it. Like it, There's no reason to hide that kind of stuff. And if your children are planning on going to the military, make sure that they know if something feels wrong to them, talk about it. Yeah. And I don't care what branch. So.
0: Yep. That's, that's, that's very true. It's very true.
2: Um,
0: I feel like the more that uh, we, you know, progress, mm-hmm. um, the less tolerant people are going to be. Yeah. Even if you don't want to bring it up. Typically, if there's a witness there, the witness will say, you know, this isn't right. Yeah. I'm going to talk.
2: So, yeah. I mean. I mean, mm. everybody evolves. Okay. Absolutely. Um, You know. Unfortunately, I mean, no, not unfortunately, we're still evolving as people. Yeah. Okay. Whether, whether you like it or not, we're, we're still evolving. And, um, you know, in the, you know, 1950s, it was women don't have a place to talk. Yeah. Now, you know, women, women hold prominent positions and, and that's okay. Like there's no problem with that whatsoever.
3: Hmm.
2: But you know, there are still those people that are out there that think that, you know, certain ways are okay. And you know, certain races are are bad and all that kind of stuff. But you know, if you're not one that speaks out, then you're going to get stomped on.
0: Yeah. You know, the military is a, an interesting thing as, as far as they take everybody, yeah. you know they take everybody from everywhere. Yeah, and they train them all the same. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I mean, I most mean, most uh, you know employers don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. If somebody said you are a racist, potato. yeah, if,
2: potato, if, potato. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Jason, if somebody said you're a racist, you know, what, what could you say to them? Like, you know, I've worked with. So many different cultures, and and been one thousand percent of them
1: best friends, especially in the military, were other races. Exactly, best friends.
2: Yep, and that's that's what kills me. Like the mil, when somebody says you're racist, like you look at the military, and it's such a
1: melting pot. Oh, it is.
2: You you deal with every every different race no matter
1: what well and people are not only race but like this guy's from georgia and that guy's yeah. from texas and and this person's from maybe guam or something you know
2: well, i why did not you say new york what's no i'm just kidding <laughs> <There's> a, <laughs> I, I can't yeah. hit i can't hit them all okay? what's up with massachusetts bro <laughs> yeah.
1: I you know one of my best buddies though in the military was from new hampshire and I learned a lot of stuff from him. He, exactly. You know, white guy, but whatever. But he's, you know, he's a great dude. And he had a generic name. Yeah. John Dow. Right. Which is, Shout out to John. Yeah. It, sounds, but it, sounds, it almost you. sounds like John Dow. Like. Yeah. But if you look up John Dow in the directory for, for New Hampshire, you're going to get like 5,000 of them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I believe that. But, but, uh, yeah. And I, I learned that, you know, They have 16 miles of coastline and just random stuff that I'll never, never use again in my life. Yeah, But like I said, I said
0: before, when you join the military, it's like, I mean, there's nothing like brotherhood through sweat, tears, and
2: blood. Mm -hmm.
0: 1000%. Right. It doesn't matter what color anyone is. That's why I have such a hard, I mean, I can honestly say being in law enforcement and being in the military, I personally, do not know of one person who was even a little bit racist. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, I'm sure that someone out there is. You, you're going to you get those people.
2: You are going to get those people no matter what you do.
0: But, I mean, I'm on the firm belief you can pick whatever race you want. There's always going to be some shit bag yep. in whatever race, right? Especially when you come to work at a
1: jail, well, and there's good and bad qualities about everybody as an individual. Yeah. So yeah. whether the bad qualities are the ones that shine, or the good qualities are, yep. that's that's up to you. you know? Exactly.
2: One thousand percent. So, yep. so I used to have this buddy uh, when I was at Milton Hall, England. Um, African American dude, um, James Taylor. Um, he's probably not listening. Uh, <laughs> but if he is, cool. We'll, uh, we'll text him though. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know where he's living now. But. <laughs> Uh, you know, we used to we work the gates together and everything like that. um we would do like throat chops like <laughs> so, <laughs> it
1: throat was actually, is, that, is that what it sounds like it is, is, is it so really?
2: it was literally like a car would pull so in England we had you had to <laughs> you had to stand on this pad there had to be one security person standing on a pad in front of the front gate because they were alarmed that somebody might try to run through and you know bomb the base or whatever, right? And so then there was two law enforcement officers like myself and, and Taylor. And so one of us would go talk to the car and check their ID. And so he would, he or I would chop the throat of the person that was going to talk to the vehicle <laughs> <laughs> because then, when you go to him, you're like, ha, hazel, ha, you know. And it was just like it was a game for us, and you know, it it was it was fun. Um, I was at throat his chop. wedding, like, you know, it it, it did you throat under- chop him right before he walked down the aisle. <laughs> I, I wish so he I, couldn't say I do. I, I wish I had him a- Oh man, I'm just I, so choked I, up right <laughs> now. Uh, I wish I had a, but. You know, uh, I understand there's a, you know, there's media puts out a diversity among the United States right now, but when you're in the military, there is no diversity. It is, it is brother and sister together. Absolutely.
1: You're either good dude or you're bad dude. Yeah. I mean, it. if
2: you're, if you're a shit bag, if you're a dirt bag, um, w- which we call a dirt bag, like, uh-huh. you know, you, you just. Dirtbag is person that just people
1: know, you know, you just know what it is. You
2: know that they're a horrible person, right? Like they're just not going to make it. But other than that, I mean, everybody does not look at color. They just, they work together Mm -hmm. and it's, it's so weird compared to the
0: military. It's definitely based off character. Yeah. It's, it's so
2: weird. You know, you hear these things on the news and you're like, I don't see that in the military. Like, yeah, Absolutely true. Absolutely. And, and and maybe I mean we're we're three Caucasian people, but you know, maybe an African American male or How you dare know,
1: you? I'm Scandinavian. <laughs>
2: you know, or you know, maybe maybe somebody will feel differently, <laughs> According but According
1: to your ancestry.com, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: I did 23 and me too. <laughs> but I mean, you know, maybe somebody would come in here and say say differently, but I've never in, in I've never seen somebody that has a problem with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now I've met one that a, um, Caucasian male made a statement against a, uh, Mexican American person, but that was immediately addressed and that individual had no problem afterwards. Mm-hmm. But the guy that was making the comments was, he was on his way out anyways. So,
1: or sometimes people are trying to be funny and there's. Some of yeah. that stuff's yeah. just not funny.
2: Yeah. yeah, And, you know, you're going to have those situations. Or maybe some people
0: are, are more sensitive than others.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, um, like I said, I, I honestly can say after 18 years of the Air Force and uh, 12 years of law enforcement, I don't think I've met a single outgoing, at least, no. person who um, judges someone solely off of color. Yeah. And so which is a strong statement
2: to say. Yeah. Um 1000%, I mean yeah. if you if you look at our base. Like how many people are on Fairchild Air Force base? Mm-hmm. Um if you look at the guard, there's probably 2000 people in,
3: in the something guard. Like that, yeah. And probably.
2: then active duty there's probably 3000 people. Uh, probably yeah, probably maybe. a little bit more. Yeah. Active duty wise. But you don't you don't see those complaints mm-hmm. like and i know being on active duty air force base like it's a completely different world like it's yeah. its own secret it's its own secret base and not secret base but like secret community yeah almost but on that community there's every type of culture that you could think of
0: yeah you you know um so I speak to when I was active duty I did Kunsan, Korea and Aviano Italy. All right, mm-hmm. those were my bases. Um I can speak to both of those. They're not stateside. No. So I'm very, yeah. <laughs> very far
2: from stateside. Yeah. Very far. Yeah. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I again only put down West Coast bases. But um when you go overseas you get a whole different family. Oh, you know, 1000%. And I, I mean, I can only speak to the people that have been enlisted to know that when you go overseas, your flight or your battalion or, or whatever you want to call it becomes the people that you're closest to because they're the people that they hang out with, uh, off duty and
2: on duty. And yeah, yeah, I mean. I, uh, when I was in England, I was dating a girl and you know, I I thought she was the one. Hmm. So I was looking at marrying her and all that kind of stuff. Right. She's a British girl. (laughs) And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like
0: most military guys. Yeah. Yeah. And her
2: parents were like, nah, you're American. (laughs) Like we don't like you. Right. (laughs) Yep. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as the cold piece, I, I was American. Like it was, I was the hated, I was the hated person there and you had to go probably an hour and a half outside of the base in order to get to somewhere where they were like, Oh, American! Like, oh, we like you.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like it's kind of like that around a lot of military. History. Absolutely, it so is. I can I could speak to Italy. The further you went away from
0: the military base, the more kind people were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thousand percent.
1: Yeah. Well, it, and mm-hmm. you know, the, everybody has that moment where they're wasted or whatever, and I'm, I'm sure I had a few when I was in the military, and I it, where you just go you're an idiot. You know, that person's an idiot and yep. they're acting bad and then the locals see that and they're like, "Oh, well everybody's an <laughs> exactly. idiot." Exactly. Right.
0: That's exactly what it was around um specifically I can speak to Albiano, right? So the closer that you were um to base. I don't know what the what the proper term is. I'm going to say assholish. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> So the, the closer you were to base, the more we'll say American assholeish uh, Italians were Mm -hmm. right. And the further you got away from base, you're like, Oh my God, it's a totally different culture. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know how common that is amongst maybe other Asian and European, uh, bases, but I, I mean, I can speak directly to that Aviano one where, um, If you go further away, boy, they're super nice. Mm -hmm. But if you go right next to base,
1: they treat you like an American. Right. And that was one of the big problems about being stationed in Hawaii. Yeah. Right? Because on one island, 748 square miles. I don't know why I remember that.
0: Wow. That's a specific number.
1: Yeah. Oahu. (laughs) That's what it is. I I don't know how I remember that, but I remember that. Um, (laughs) And... You there's four military bases on one island like that, and it, you know if you got this group of Marines that's being jerks, and this group of Army people that's being jerks, and that yeah. group of Navy people, people stereotype people the North for sure, right? You know, and and maybe Coast Guards in there somewhere. I don't know. That. I don't know if they have a base there. I'm sure. I'm sure they <laughs> I'm do. Sure they do. Um, I mean, it's close to water, right? They have to be, they and have to be close coast. to a swimming pool. Right. Yeah. A little close, <laughs> so a little, if little but, lifeguards, Yeah. But it, it feel, it felt like it, it certainly when I was in that, you couldn't go virtually anywhere uh, without people thinking, Oh, you're military. You're an asshole. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'll
0: bring yeah. it back to, I'll it back to when we were stationed um, in tech school and basic training. It's so easy to identify, I mean, as a military person, right? It's so easy to identify people that are in, just graduated basic. Oh, God. And in tech school. I remember one time we went into a Hooters, <laughs> right? 18 years old, right? We go into a Hooters and, uh, they go, Oh, you're military. Like, oh sure. How do you know that? You know, they're like, Oh, it's a haircut and the way you walk. Yep. And I remember several times looking and seeing that just walking, we were in cadence. That same yeah. exact yeah. fresh out of
1: basic swagger. Yeah. Right.
3: Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you so might as well be marketing. I
0: don't know. I'm going to say 90% of people wear uh, those, Uh, at least when I graduated, wear those jackets with patches of places they've never been. Remember those?
1: Yeah. You might as well, at that point, when you're walking down the street with your buds, be saying, left, right, right, left, right. (laughs) The the,
2: the greatest (laughs) feeling
3: though, (laughs)
2: the greatest feeling I ever had, right? So you go through basic training and you go through tech school and you have your, your uh, technical instructors, your TIs, right? And they're the ones that, that guide you through everything, right? So they are the gods, right? Mm-hmm. And so normally you are an E1, E2, maybe an E3. Maybe tops.
0: if you join the guard.
2: Yeah. <laughs> tops, right? But your your TI is normally an E5 or E4, E5, maybe E6, right? And so whenever you go to the dining facility, right, and anybody sees an e4 e5 or an e6 they say you know make a hole right and so what they do is they part like the red sea (laughs) and they allow you to go in first before them to get your your dining dining food right so i am there for a school and i'm on the same base which is lackland air force base in san antonio i'm on the same base and i'm there for uh uh, CADM school, which is combat arms training manager. So I get to teach people how to shoot guns and blow stuff up. Right. Which is an awesome job. Um, but so I'm there and one of my guys is like, I'm a, I'm a E five at the time. I'm a staff Sergeant. Right. And so I'm the highest ranking of the classroom. Right. So everybody else is like E four or below. So senior airman or below. So I got a senior airman with me, which E four, Uh, All right. Yeah. E4. And I got a A1C with me. Um, So they're like, yeah, E3. So they're like, hey, let's go to this chat hall. And I'm like, all right, cool. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Right. So we pull up and, you know, all the basic trainings are, are lined up. And I mean, it's like 300 deep of just basic trainees just waiting to go in this dining facility. And so I start walking up and they're like, make a hole. <laughs> and I'm looking around like, who the
3: hell are they looking?
2: <laughs> Where's the colonel? <kernel? laughs> yeah. Because I mean, this is one of the dining facilities I was told to go to. And so I have no idea, like yeah. they were going to do this to me. Right. And they just saw my rank and they, so they're like, I'm like, oh, what? shit is going yeah, on well, who i'm making a hole too. <laughs> yeah so and i realized they're doing it for me so i'm just like oh, fuck it. all right so i keep walking right i don't know if i'm saying i allowed to say the f word sorry uh, yeah, okay. right. we're right. right. under
0: explicit yeah
2: for sure. um so anyways uh, you know i walk to the front of the line and you know i get my food and you know the senior airman's right next to me right and This, uh, this, this kid that's in basic training is, is right behind us. Right. And so the senior airman, you know, he reaches the E4, he reaches for the Snickers bar and this kid reaches for the Snickers bar at the same time. Right. And they make eye contact and the, 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 the kid that's in basic training, like snaps to attention. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry, sir. And so the senior airman's like, no, man, you just take it. Like, you know, it, it it's so weird. I, you know, I don't know if this ties into everything, but it, it's so weird going back to uh, a facility where you were once a trainee. <laughs> yeah. Learning everything to then coming back and learning another program and seeing these kids that are just so ingrained into I gotta follow these these instructions. Mm-hmm. It, it, Absolutely.
0: So those those that don't know, a basic training um, chow hall is set up like a W.
2: I'm sorry. I should explain that. Yeah, in so the, the Air force, force, at least. Yeah, yeah
0: it, 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 for the Air Force. So it's set up like a W. So is just
2: it's it's just a bunch of grunts <laughs> like, uh, huh, 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 huh. and so, then
0: they know which way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so the center of the W. <laughs> we right? do do that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you picture a W, the center of the W is where all the delicious treats are oh, and i swear to amazing. god they put them in uh essentially what you would go to and look at at a jewelry store like showcase yeah. lighting show yeah. seriously yeah. rotating right rotating with yes. with with jewelry <laughs> lighting there's cheesecake and all kinds of pie and shit right and uh at the very end of that w in the middle is where what is called the snake pit whereas all the ti's sit. Mm. And so god forbid god forbid you want to get a sugary treat.
1: Well right.
2: well that's that's in basic trading. Yeah, that's in basic trading.
0: Yeah, I yes. did that.
1: I yeah. did that. Yeah. I made that mistake once. Did you? You yes. got
0: a you got a sugary treat, did Fun you?
1: Fun fact, that's the day I got told I was going to do flutter kicks until I shit myself. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Did you shit yourself? I tried. I did. I, I wanted to, I <laughs> it wanted turns to out, end it soon. It turns
0: out you couldn't shit under presser, pressure. Pressure.
1: <laughs> it turns out you you can't shit yourself, no matter how bad you gotta go, really. I, I think While doing exercises. Yeah. I think there's certain extenuating circumstances where you probably could. But <laughs> while you're doing flutter kicks, and laughing <laughs> <laughs> and try you can't you just it's like yeah. physically impossible to correct you know oh, yeah. Your
0: but yeah i i did I, so I, you were laughing a lot did you um by chance like were you sought after do you think in basic training
1: oh absolutely absolutely
0: absolutely, absolutely. so we had this guy in basic training um so we had a sister flight right <laughs> so a group of females um we never really saw him until graduation. So, but, but their TI would come over often, right? Oh because yeah. he wasn't allowed to do certain things. You know, a group of females, you're not allowed to be in there. He's not allowed time. to be in
2: her, their rooms after a certain yeah. time. So like 8 p.m. Exactly. He could and not so, go in there. So
0: he would come to our room, right? <laughs> our dormitory. And I remember there was this one blonde-headed guy. And uh, our sister flight T.I. called him Spongebob shit pants because <laughs> when we first started basic training in the fir- in the first <laughs> week.
2: Don't mind the dog. Sorry, that's yeah.
1: my dog's barking because we're running late on time. Yeah.
0: But anyways, in, the, in the first week, oh,
1: we're like a minute ahead.
0: Yeah. In the first week, he uh, he tried to shit himself for basic training to get out saying, uh, you know, I made a mistake <laughs> and this is all, uh, I'm a mental, you know, person, yeah. whatever. So he shit himself. So he called him Spongebob
2: shit pants the whole <laughs> time. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I did, yeah, how much time we got off?
1: Not much, but so I, I have a couple quick questions Kay. for you. I, and I'm, then I'm then gonna stop. Get, Go ahead. And we got to get out of here. Kay. So uh, Lonnie, um, if you, if you get deployed again, and I don't know. The last time you got it deployed was probably like what three months? Um, no, six months um, and almost seven. So seven. If, if you yeah. get deployed again now that your kids are a little older, like five five years old and stuff, right? Um, what are you going to tell them? Dad, Dad's got to go. What, I mean, what so you, how are you going to deal with that?
2: All right, don't tell my wife. But I'm actually hoping to go on another deployment. <laughs> um, you son of a bitch. Right, I mean, but, I'm calling Maddie tonight. <laughs> but I mean, our deployments. I mean, we. What do you do? You you go to your job and you work out.
0: Yeah. So those that are listening that hope people don't deploy. Um, it depends on where you are, but the majority there of there are bad places to deploy. Yeah. Yes. Cert- I mean, but the majority of deployments, things get super simple for the deployee, right? Like you go to jo- you go to do your work, right? At the end of your work you go to the gym then you go if the, you want yeah if you want and then you can go to like say the chow hall you can and go then, to the gaming and center and then on your
2: day off essentially you go do laundry you you can there's gaming centers there's there's laundry there's swimming pools there's yeah. gyms but i mean there's education
0: centers absolutely but essentially life gets super simple right yes. you don't have to worry about literally anything you don't have to worry about what you're going to eat because it's all made for you you don't have to worry about like when you're going to do laundry because you know
2: i mean it It, gets super simple it's it's i know it's harder on the 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 spouse that is home but if you like the question you asked was what do i tell my kids
1: Mm -hmm. yeah what are you going to tell
2: i'm going to tell them that i i'm going to Uh, basically protect them, uh, protect their freedom, right? So daddy is going to make sure that what you have is a privilege here, which is Netflix, um, you know, kids shows, um, playing these puzzles, doing these games, going to these places. Going to school. Going to school Mm -hmm. is, is still going to be here for you when I come home. Right. But at the same time, I'm going there to I get to work out for <laughs> three hours a day. <laughs> no kids. Right. And, yeah. and you know, and that's selfish of me. But at the same time, I'm doing the job for them. But while I'm deployed, I still get to better yourself and yeah, better myself and, and enjoy myself. Like yeah. it, it sounds selfish at the same time. You can cut that out. You can do whatever you want with it. But, <laughs> um, I mean, God, we, we did, we would go to the pool, not to, not to look at people, but to do stupid water exercises that this mf'er found out <laughs> about. He's on, pointing at Jason, by yeah. the way. Yeah. I'm pointing at Jason, um, <laughs> that he found out on the internet. Yeah. So we would do like, we do a lot of, um, Spe- specifically,
0: uh, special forces. Yeah, workouts. This mm.
2: stupid MF-er, um was like, "Okay, let's swim in place for you know forty-five minutes, and and you can't use your hands, so you got to use your feet,
0: <laughs> yep. and you got to swirl yep. your feet. You got to bind your hands,
2: yeah. Uh, and God, but you know those those things actually help us. Uh-huh. While it sounds stupid to to people that are back home." Mm-hmm. It it helps us focus on ourselves, like you, you you focus on your mental, mm-hmm. you know, faculties. I guess is the word how, uh, how so. to
1: mentally overcome.
0: Yeah, yeah. So but, you graduation. know, I I think that that starts in essentially basic training. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, where where you take me for example, I had never been away from family, you know, and then when you deploy. Uh, uh, There's certain, uh, like I said, the only way I can describe it is brotherhood. You know, you rely on other people and you hang out with other people 100%. that uh, you know have the same interest as you. So luckily, I was uh, uh, able to hook up with Lonnie, nah, right? It who was not in my lot. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Who who uh, <laughs> who who pushed me to you know like where I'm like, oh man, I don't feel like going to the gym today. Like, nah, bitch. You're going to the gym. Like,
2: okay, I guess. <laughs> there was multiple times he told me the same thing.
1: Yeah. So let me ask you this. We're Because we are running short on time. even though, Stop yelling at us. Even though Jason Yeah, did, dude. Why are you yelling at me? Jason yeah. did just spill his beer. I It's empty. It was empty. It's empty. We should have took a second you break. Got, you got brown <laughs> carpet. Brown carpet, bro. <laughs> so, Lonnie, do you have any parting words of wisdom for anybody that's out there that might have kids that are thinking about going in the military or maybe they're in the military themselves. Just blanket parting words of wisdom. Yeah.
2: So I got a a Latin phrase for you. Okay. So noon copa. Okay. Which means I believe or, um, uh, I, I begin is what it means really. Um, so it means no matter what you do, right? So today you, you do your job, but tomorrow, you know, you have to start your job again. Right? So that phrase is, is very important because even though you finish your job for the day, tomorrow starts a new day. So I believe I can do that job again the next day. Mm. I believe I can do it the next day. And the next day, right? So it's, I begin, it's basically, I begin again is -hmm. what it comes out to. So even though you've accomplished a, whatever it may be, you still have to accomplish something else to continue on. Mm -hmm. Whether it's military, civilian, I don't care what you're doing. Um, If you doubt yourself you're not going to succeed in life. Hmm. So,
1: um, keep the grind. There you yeah. have it. Noon yeah. Copa. Yeah. Hey Lonnie. Thank you for being on the show. We appreciate it. That
2: uh, yep. is as amazing opportunity. Thank you guys. <laughs> yeah. All right, Ray, I'll see you next week. Okay.
3: Be sure to tell your friends about the show.